dangerous. Beware, it's dangerous. It's gonna be one of us. In a trip close home because we're the private optimus. To the west, to the east. Gonna find the way, it's ain't the way, all the way to Ahoy, and welcome back to Piecemeal. This is a One Piece book club podcast. I'm your Captain Tyler, and my Nakama joining me this week are Matt. Big news! Jason. <laughs> Big news! <laughs> Joel. I'll try the giraffe. <laughs> Dave. Into the Big Father. <laughs> Theo. Please stop abusing my powers. <laughs> And returning guest, Parvision. I was going to do Big Father. (laughs) (laughs) Go for it. All right, Big Father. (laughs) We've already broken the rules. Might as well. It's it's like poetry. It rhymes. It's all fucking chaos. I was hoping the rest of the panelists would follow my chaos, and that did not happen. I'm sorry for failing the meme. That's my fault. (laughs) No, uh-huh. you redeemed it because I'll try the draft was my real quote. <laughs> so, Parvision, how you been? I've been, I've been good. I mean, we left you the, on Fishman Island. Yeah, yeah, you guys made a long uh, ways ahead since then. Uh, <laughs> things have happened since then. Yeah, and I mean, in the story and real life, I mean, the reason why I chose Big Father is because since since we last talked, I've now become a father. So, <laughs> oh, congratulations! Oh congratulations! congratulations. Whoa! Does, wow. your, does your child have a tiny cigar pacifier <laughs> and a stubble? <laughs> no, but the 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 hockey is there. The hockey is definitely there. Um, <laughs> can be corroborated as well. As soon as my wife learned of the concept, she's like, "Yep, yep, definitely this child." <laughs> have so, you become captain of the Big Dad Pirate? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, my community has been shouting it out. I, I mean, I'm just taking it a step at a time. So it's just like, you know, it, I think one of the funnier things is that whether it's intentional or not, like the my baby's listening in to me recording my videos or talking about One Piece. It sounds goofy, but then a lot of my videos talk about like crazy, like philosophical concepts. So. <laughs> My wife is like, it's not that weird. You talk about really meaningful things that sometimes it like goes over my head. And I was like, and then she questions like, how is this all about the same show? How are you still talking about? <laughs> how is this about pirates? How can the show have someone it who talks through farts? And... Yeah. I'm yeah. picturing like your home, like the crib, and you you just have like a little like mobile overhead, but it's all just like poneglyphs. <laughs> oh, that's actually really cute. I was what the really fuck. We, we have a cloud. Uh, so his name is Zenith, and like we have a, a cloud theme, like you know, sky kind of thing going. Mm-hmm. So I, I was considering doing some some fun stuff like that. Maybe maybe soon. Um, I already got like a whiteboard where yeah. I was like. Uh, some people are like, oh, are you a teacher? I'm like, no. Like, And then they're like, oh, what do you use it for? And I use it for my streams. But I also, <laughs> like, whenever I have the baby out, it just kind of, like, read out words from the uh, <laughs> from the board for him. So Poneglyph Text is coming Aww. soon. Can we also take a moment to appreciate imagining, like, a toddler that's just learning to walk that has uh, armament hockey, like, falls, <laughs> runs into the wall, and leaves an impression of their face? No, I'm telling you, this kid, like, I have a very hard skull. Like, if I, I, maybe I can, like, <laughs> knock on it right now and you can hear it. Like, that's just me tapping on my head. My wife is like, that is, that it sounds like someone's knocking on our front door. And this kid will, like, you know, he's learning how to use his neck. He's He's been able to have good neck control. God bless mm-hmm. that. And and so when I'm holding him and now he's, like, you know, going through 
every week is a different change. He get, gets a personality. He gets fussy sometimes. He'll slam his head into mine, uh, yeah. and I get hurt. And I'm like, that makes no sense. I've never experienced pain to my head like this. Use your baby Donchin Jack. <laughs> your baby is Son Goku. <laughs> Yeah, and then like I'm the one in pain, and then he just starts laughing, and I'm like, "That's this is not how I expected this to go down." But he's too young; he's only two months now, so it's kind of like I'm, you know, my wife is also like, "That's when the head is like the squishiest." (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it's only gonna get harder. Only gonna get harder. Yeah, he comes into his own power. Absolutely. Yeah, like my wife, like she has glasses on, and she's like, sometimes he knocks into her glasses, and. they fall off and he's like honestly he's gonna break them one of these days and she's just like he had to have gotten your thick skull and i'm like i mean i can't really control that one but <laughs> well i'm, I'm happy to, to r and jesus i'm happy to hear you've been blessed with a joyful boy yeah yeah <laughs> thank joyful- you thank <laughs> every week on this show we read and discuss another volume of the famously ongoing manga one piece Uh, This week we're reading volume 86, which is titled Emperor Assassination Plan. All right. Exciting. Very straightforward title, but this volume had a lot. Like, it felt like two, maybe three volumes reading it. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. This was a meal. It's filling, you could say. Mm -hmm. Uh Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could eat it all day. It did have a piece (laughs) of everything in this one, for sure. Yeah. At least one. Just glued together with caramel icing. We are swimming in emails again, but I, I think I only have time to read one, and I'm going to choose the one that is specifically called out for this volume. Ooh. Nice. That's fair. Ooh. Uh, this is from Carrie, and the subject line is email for volume 86. <laughs> <laughs> Good day, cobbers. It's your mate Carrie here from Straya. Oh, boy. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not well, doing that okay. for a whole email. <laughs> That's all you get. Why you sound so much like Red Hair Shanks? <laughs> now we just need to take the AI and like extrapolate that to the rest of the email. Yeah, go nuts. <laughs> uh, I've been meaning to write in for a while now, but it's hard to find time when I'm constantly under assault from giant spiders, wildcats, and all sorts of strange reptiles with bizarre hunting techniques. Mm. Still, all this Drop fighting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, still, all this fighting will be good practice for when we humans rise up against Australia's true oppressors, emus. <laughs> yeah. You know, there was a whole war about that before. It didn't go so good. <laughs> let, let me tell you, I had I love I love that this is the email I came on. I mm-hmm. had an entire stream. So, like, to to give you guys background, uh, you know, you guys. I saw the general thing in, in the chats. Like, you guys follow the Viz translations or the mm-hmm. Viz release when the, for the current people. Um, yes. and, but most of the community follows like a fan translation, like few, a few teams are there now mm-hmm. and they switched up their schedule at one point. And so I didn't know when, the, when I first started streaming, I didn't know when they were going to stream. So I just streamed until the chapter came out and it, <laughs> it took eight hours. Like it took what? a long time. Oof. That entire eight hours was filled with, it was entire stream about Australia and how Australia is essentially a one piece island and <laughs> actually scarier than a one piece island. And we talked mm. about the emu war and about how like, that is just like crazy that they had guns, they had guns and they still lost. They, and then, and then on top of that, they built an entire fence. Like there's a, there's, I forget what it's called, but there's a fence specifically to keep, uh, I think it's either the, the wolves or the dingoes or the emus, all of them. It's just to keep them in, and the thing is, like they, yeah. it's still they still lose. Like they, those fences <laughs> yeah, do nothing. Yeah, it won't work. 
is people I, I love that the takeaway from that is never like, oh, these guys are weak for losing to these animals. It's always, oh man, I wouldn't want to fuck with an emu. Then. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, don't. <laughs> it, I actually my recent uh, stream or two streams ago with oh yeah with teching uh, we we ended up talking more about it where it's just like it, it rains spiders it rain there's a <laughs> spider raining season and and it's what? like that that's a real thing and like essentially these small spiders they fly using their like webs or something kind of, think of like uh, when you yeah. blow out a, like oh, a daffodil like at the end of Charlotte's web. <laughs> Yeah, except except exactly. Uh, like this that. is what a commenter. This is the, to quote the commenter. It says, "You find out real quick that it's easier to swallow a spider than to get it out of your mouth." And I'm like, "Yo, <laughs> that's crazy." What? Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> There's, this is the new world, baby. You got a sink or swim. <laughs> oh, oh. The like, first half of the cred line was paradise. <laughs> I'm just going to leave this here. <laughs> There's so much oh about God. Australia, but I'll just leave it. The, I think what we ended the stream with was essentially like, you know, we were just talking about how One Piece would end essentially. And we we're like, it's going to be Oda telling us that, that Australia is connected to the One Piece verse. And, <laughs> and if we want to find the One Piece, we have to go through Australia. Did you know they appointed a secret emu leader in our government after the war? Don't believe oh. the news. It's not all sunshine here. The big news. Wait, redact those last couple sentences. I've said too much. <laughs> I've been a big fan of the podcast ever since late 2021, after someone in Murphy Napier's community kept recommending it. Ooh. Aw. I love the combination of deep insight and utter nonsense you bring to each volume, and I can't wait for you to be caught up so I can subject you to my wild ADHD-fueled theorycrafting walls of text. Ooh. Hell yeah, gamers. Hell yeah. I'm very rarely correct, of course, but it's still fun to speculate. I got for a now, place for you. <laughs> <laughs> for now, I'll leave you with a question. Have you ever had a birthday party which ended abruptly with all your friends and family ghosting you? What advice do you have to someone going through a similar situation? Usually I just eat my feelings away, but I'm not hungry. Seems I ate more than I thought earlier. Jesus. Okay, so hang on. What if you could find their uh, husbands or fathers who are in hospitals and send their heads to anyone who goes (laughs) to your birthday party, right? That's great advice. Then they won't miss your next birthday party. Goddamn. That's very actionable. (laughs) It's practical. I don't know which is the It's relatable. I felt lifespan come off of your soul with that. With that goddamn. Hey, hey Jason. Party or life? Oh, you know I love to party. Okay. Uh, Crikey, I'd better go. That beast I fought earlier just awakened, and he's mad as a cut snake. Love and quokas carry. And presumably it's toughness and recovery speed is fucking crazy right now. <laughs> so, so God's awakened Quoka Zoe. Godspeed to you, man. Oh, Quokas are so cute. They are. I thought it was I just Quokka, but I like both. I just want to throw this out there and I'm just going to leave it mm-hmm. uh, for, for you to do what you will with it. Um, there's a lot of overlap between Florida and Australia. <laughs> okay. That's all. That. That's all. Yeah. Mm. That's fair. No kangaroos in Florida as far as I know, though. Not yet. As not far yet. as you're away. Not oh, indigenous, anyway. In the shadows, yeah. 
I, it was funny because that actually came up in the conversation for whatever reason uh, on that stream. The Floridians the stream. were trying to nominate themselves as also as because because it started off I, as I was, honorary Australians. Yeah, I was saying like Australians are just different people. We're not the same species. Like they they don't. No offense. No offense. It's just sure. like like the the point being is most people across the planet don't look at a crocodile and think that they can fight it but that's what majority of australians that i've spoken to they've they've learned to like look at animals and be like yes i can take that that goes to kangaroos (laughs) and crocodiles and i'm like see the thing is like you could say that like florida is similar but like they they're just delusional they they don't like (laughs) you know like we don't think of the florida man is a normal person but australians (laughs) they think they're normal people and that's the beef that i had in that stream i was just like no 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 no, hold on on. we can't let this slide you have to acknowledge that you guys are crazier than this like (laughs) listen doflamingo said it kids who have never known war and kids who have never known peace have very different values This is true. Jesus fucking Christ. It's kids who have never known spider raining season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's more just than say, just that. Oh. No, no, what are you going to say? Oh, um, I've completely lost it. Just ignore me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to add that there, there, another crazy one is swooping season, which is like there's baby bird magpies. Like they're really tiny, but they're, the motherly instincts give them a, oh, yeah. like they have a hundred yard range in when they're like breeding so if you're within a hundred yards they just attack you so then the few people on my stream that told me about that they said that they cut their hair different during that season <laughs> wow yeah so uh, does australia know that seasons are usually like called autumn, autumn. <laughs> Summer, winter. well that doesn't tell you one piece about you what you winter need. winter islands and then we have swooping spider winter islands <laughs> I, I I have talked to an Australian who got very good at punching magpies. <laughs> that was the exact point. Like in One Piece, at least the islands like they it's seasonal based off of weather. It's not seasonal based off of animals messing you up. Like that's yeah, my, my, different. You, my best friend is Australian and she's like, Oh yeah, you know, my husband's brother like used to, you know, be a guy who gets drop bears off of telephone poles because yeah, that's a job that we need to have around here. So. <laughs> You go to school for that. Right, it's a tech degree. <laughs> oh my goodness. We need to begin this volume of One Piece. <laughs> oh, that's what this podcast is about. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, pirates. Australians, are they truly built different? <laughs> I'll start with the author's note. Uh, this was in 2017, as a reminder. This week, Oda writes, it's the 20th anniversary of One Piece. Whoa. Maybe it's time... I actually take this seriously. <laughs> Here well, comes volume 86. <laughs> uh, Everything up to this point, just a warm-up. The first, like, the, the first half of the grand line, etc., etc. This is just a prologue. Yeah, Robin's... I didn't think much of it when I first read it, but now having read the volume, yeah. That, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like music to your ears, but then at the same time, like especially being in so my position, you're just like, yeah. come on, Oda, bro. Like, hello? <laughs> like, please. What are, you, what are you talking about here? <laughs> please help. What do you mean you were holding back? <laughs> uh, previously, Sanji is trapped in a bad situation with no apparent way out. When Luffy comes to get him back, Sanji clashes with his former captain, unable to speak his true feelings. Eventually, he breaks down and admits that he wants to return to the Sunny. But in order to do that, he needs to prevent Big Mom's true goal, the slaughter of his family. Jimbei's suggestion to tackle this tremendous challenge is to join forces with Beji, who has goals of his own. 
we start a new cover story this week. <gasps> Boy, do we. <laughs> Uh, it's a personal favorite of mine again. <laughs> it's a lavishing one. Uh, we begin the saga of the self-proclaimed Straw Hat Fleet. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> First, we check in with the beautiful pirates. Of course. Uh, so Cavendish regales Suleiman with tales of his youth. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Suleiman he just fucking brags it. at him. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Prince Cavendish <clears throat> of the bourgeois kingdom was so popular that women just stopped getting married. <laughs> of course. It's a real problem for the country. It would be. He was exiled from his kingdom for being too popular, and he was forced to live with only 74 servants and 500 million berries to his name. Only. Honestly, how did he survive? Practically impoverished. Mm-hmm. Uh, it turns out that he was explaining all of this because they're being followed by Cavendish stalkers. And he didn't want Suleiman to open fire on them. I love that Suleiman just says that was a long explanation. <laughs> well, I don't need to know any of that. Yeah, you could have just said they're fine. You ask Cavendish if he can pass the orange juice, and he tells you a story of his eighth birthday that goes on for like an hour, and you're like, please. <laughs> right, yeah. And about how he's the victim. Yeah, right. Uh huh, uh huh. But also <laughs> the best. We only get a taste of the best part this week, but we immediately move on to the Bartow Club who arrive in a village just hooting and hollering like the hooligans that they are. Oh, I, I love them. Know about them. Just rolling into town like Thin Lizzy. Just the, the usual Bartow crew Just ruckus. like that. The boys are back in town. Run. <laughs> Returning to Whole Cake Island, Sanji begins the meeting with a very important question. Is it even possible to kill Big Mom via conventional means? Mm-hmm. <laughs> can, I mean, can we do that? Brooke also wonders why Capone would choose the tea party for the plan when all of her officers will be in the same room together and thus very dangerous. That seems pretty risky. He makes a comparison. Sanji makes a comparison that that kind of baffles me a little bit. Mm -hmm. He says, if you ask me, she's like a blimp made of steel. Have we seen many of this world? (laughs) Yeah, wait, yeah. Are there blimps? And also, it's really easy to kill a blimp. You set it on fire. (laughs) But a blimp made of steel. (laughs) I don't even know Steam if a blimp melts? made of steel can be a blimp. Yeah. <laughs> what about a Zeppelin made of lead? <laughs> wow. Now that's just the, crazy talk. The steel blimp was created on the moon, and they push it off so it doesn't fly so much <laughs> as it falls very slowly down to Earth. Oh, I get you. I get you. Uh, firstly, Capone plans to use special poison gas rocket launchers, helpfully provided by Gangster Gastino. <laughs> Don't call Don't it mean Gasico. <laughs> I love that provided by because it's very like a sickening grand prize of a hundred thousand dollars brought to you by Cash App. <laughs> uh, Capone explains that when Big Mom is healthy, there are very few weapons on the planet that could even pierce her skin. So they need two conditions to be met for the plan to work. They need to make sure no one can stop them for the five seconds needed to launch the rockets. And they need Big Mom to be in a weakened state. Conveniently, both conditions can only be met during the tea party. He says, at the tea party, in the seat across from Mama, there is a picture placed before an open seat. No one is allowed to sit there. Mama considers this her most precious treasure. It's a picture of Mother Carmel. That is Mama's one weakness. It seems Mama owes her some kind of great personal debt, but otherwise she is a mystery. 
Apparently, she just went missing. None of the family knows much about her. At one tea party, a waiter accidentally dropped Mother Carmel's picture. Mama's reaction was stunning. Her face went pale, and she let out a tremendous scream like I've never heard before. It was a different kind of fit than when she has her hunger pangs. It was all we could do to cover our ears and protect our eardrums. Some people flopped right over and passed out. In addition to the scream, she unleashed her own hockey of the Supreme King, just from dropping a picture. When Mama fell to her knees in her moment of shock, would you believe it? She scraped her kneecaps bloody. So what do you suppose will happen if we split that picture in two at today's tea party? Mama will grow weak and will have at least five seconds where she will be paralyzed. That's when the KX launchers will deploy and Big Mom will die. It just seems mean. (laughs) (laughs) Big A being mean? No. Can't really be mean to Big Mom. (laughs) Being mean is not nice. I'll say it. It's a a hot take I know. I've, I've heard that. I've heard that. Can we take a moment to appreciate that the way that the scream is depicted, it's basically just Danny Phantom's ghostly wail. <laughs> oh, it is! Oh, Big Mom's going ghost. Okay. Oh, dear. Uh, Chopper prudently asks, what about the scream? Won't it paralyze all of us? But Capone has handily prepared the invisible symphonia system. <laughs> They're just earplugs. earplugs. <laughs> Wait, is that how... Supreme King hockey works? Is it sound-based? No, just her scream is. Her, oh, her okay. literal lungs are screaming. Oh, she, 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 she just do, does a scream real good. The hockey, you're on your she own. She literally does a banshee wail. Yeah. Mm. So it's, it's a both-and situation. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ah, uh, got it. That that connection you made there is, is, is interesting, because uh, <laughs> I have a few ideas about um, like how hockey works, and, and I was actually going to bring it up with the, the Cavendish, uh, the cover story thing. There was something interesting that I wanted to ask you guys. The chapter that that was said was Natural Born Destroyer, and then he oh. was born and then naturally destroyed his own country, essentially. <laughs> uh, and then, But then, obviously, we know how that relates to the r- chapter when we get to it. But when you think about Cavendish, Cavendish kind of is the male boa, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it, It's got and, that magnetism. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder how, mm-hmm. like, you know, and Boa. If you has... assume everything he said was true, right? <laughs> yeah, which, and... which I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I think I think his story might be more true than false. But the the other part of it uh, being that when you think about Boa, one of her main uh, catalysts for her devil fruit to work seems to be uh, tied to you know conquers hockey that she has, right? And so when you think about that. And then now with Big Mom, she has Conker's hockey. And what you just said about like, oh, tied to her voice. That's interesting. Well, Boa's is tied to her looks a little bit. And if Cavendish mm-hmm. had the fruit or and we, you know, he's he's not a Conker hockey user. <laughs> but like, it'd be interesting if you were, because then you can tie all these things of like how there's an amplification of some sort. Right. With Boa, well, Cavendish, well, Big Mom's, yeah, Big Mom's fruit is also conditional. Mm-hmm. It, and so it's based on what people are feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, there's something there. Something to think about. Uh, Luffy decides that in all that chaos, they can save Sanji's family. And Capone puts him in charge of causing enough of a distraction for them to set the plan in motion. Luffy readily accepts, already having a great idea on how to make an entrance. That was going to be one of my other quotes for this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Dang, what, are we just twins? I was going to choose that one as a backup. <laughs> that was on my list. Also, I love how casual Luffy is about like, oh, we're going to go up against one of the emperors. Might as well use this chance to also save Sanji's family. No Two problem. birds. Add it to the yeah. list. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were, <laughs> I thought you were going to say how fitting it is how Luffy is like just so ready to just prank him. <laughs> Luffy makes me think of like the toddler I read about online that said she wanted to be an astronaut and the mom was like, oh, well, then you have to go to school and study hard and do a physical fitness test and something else. And the kid was like, well, that's only four things. <laughs> that is an that. extremely Luffy answer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, the escape plan hinges on Gastino, who can fly, bringing everyone a mirror to escape into with the unwilling help of Brule. <laughs> Good thing we added it to our party unwillingly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that Capone says that they've been planning this plan for months, but the the entire escape plan is hinged upon these two last minute variables that they just received that day. <laughs> yeah. Listen, that's how plans work sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You just needed that, those last two very important pieces that are also the, like the center of the picture. <laughs> uh, once we're on our boats, the partnership is over. We're each on our own to escape Big Mom's territory. Best of luck, gentlemen. Sanji heads back to prepare for the wedding, being the groom and all. And the festivities begin around Totoland as the hour of the tea party draws near. I love Cheese Island. It <laughs> probably smells so bad. <laughs> it fucking reeks, my dude. <laughs> so much droopiness. If you guys wanted to watch the anime for any part, a lot of people actually like dropped the anime during Whole Cake Island and then became manga readers. Uh, but <laughs> this this last thing that we read, that scene with Beige and that meeting was so cool in the anime. It was one of the coolest <laughs> things. Even to this day, like I, I clipped this out. It was, it was a really fun thing to remember. Uh, Big Mom wakes up despondent to find her fun skeleton man is apparently dead. And <laughs> no. no. Tyler, Tyler, wait, wait. We did. We, have we seen uh, Yonji's uh, tattoo before? Because I gotta say, it's looking pretty good. <laughs> we have. I don't think we have. We, we have not. Yonji? We I just need to draw attention to that. Yeah, Ichiji. Ichiji. <laughs> oh yeah. I, oh, I, I can't. I can't look at anything but Ichiji's coffee cup. <laughs> I was gonna say, what about this pot of avarice ass? I summon pot of greed. <laughs> Just not fitting to the Vince Spokes vibe at all. <laughs> uh, Big Mom's mood is brightened when she's reminded it's finally time to eat the wedding cake that she's been anticipating. So this is also when yeah. it's reported to her that the Morgans have just arrived. Yeah, the Port. Morgans party. The Morgans. And party. when I read that, I was like, oh, Axan Morgan. Like, <laughs> is that is that coming back? He's oh, back. I was thinking of I was thinking of Morgan Years from that uh, the romance done romance yeah, yeah yeah ooh wow uh, in her room pudding frets about having to kill Sanji because the blood will stain her dress and then she'll have to alter everyone's memories to maintain her good girl facade it's all just a big pain in the butt I love enough, that panel I, so much to press her I love this fucking panel <laughs> like she turned to the camera. Ugh, shoot me in the face, mother. Like, <laughs> burn my house down, kill my children, whatever you need to do, queen. Yes. <laughs> She's got, like, big I, shoujo eyes. I just, yeah, I love mm. the, the counterbalance of this, like, Disney princess speaking to her, 
your animated <laughs> animal friends right <laughs> while talking about murder and getting blood on the dress <laughs> she's giving very like um she it's like very rose of versailles <laughs> like mm. shoujo tea you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, we get a brief flashback to the sun pirates evacuating totoland leaving peckham's tied to a rock in the hopes <laughs> that someone else will find him later there's, they're, they're still pirates <laughs> that's a good bet I like that they left him like a sippy cup and yeah, he's got yeah, a sippy cup. It's fine. <laughs> They're not monsters. <laughs> for little Peckhams. Oh, also we should point out. I forgot the the chapter cover here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I might have killed you, Tyler, if you hadn't mentioned it. Crocodile's yeah. redemption arc. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, God. <laughs> he an umbrella Crocodile holding pug. an umbrella over a puppy shivering in the rain. It's just the saddest little pug. <laughs> if you want to look, it looks like look. a puppet deeply into this one it's it's also like crocodile is weak in rain so he's giving mm-hmm. up his vulnerability <gasps> oh, holy crap you're right a redemption son of a bitch <laughs> way to the world starts playing yeah i imagine he was sitting in his office and he looked up and he saw the rain he's like huh oh, big rain can't go outside and then he sees this dog and he just thinks why won't that dog get out of the freaking rain man and then like <laughs> 20 minutes later he looks up and he's like the pug's still out there huh <sighs> mr one Get me my umbrella. <laughs> I picture a similar scenario, except it's he's already outside and he sees the dog, and the dog gives him that look, and he's like, "Don't look at me like that. I'm not giving you my umbrella. <laughs> Stop looking. I'm not giving. You- I'm a cold-hearted killer. I give umbrellas to no one. Look at, keep looking at me, and I'll kick you. <laughs> I'll, I'll poison you with my hook. I'll do it. Don't think I won't. Uh, Jim Bay had originally turned down the roulette wheel because he had correctly sussed out that the price would go just beyond his own life, and so he refused it for his crew's sake. Now it's Big Mom who's being mean, just yeah. to go back to mm-hmm. earlier, yeah. <laughs> and I love, so like, I've started rewatching, well, not rewatching, but like watching the anime and early stuff. Early stuff, like, Luffy makes a big deal about, like, to be a pirate, you gotta put your life on the line. And I love that this is kind of showing up here, like Jimbei's willing to put his life on the line, but not other mm-hmm. people's lives. Right. Mm-hmm. Not for them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, at Whole Cake Chateau, wedding guests begin to arrive. We are introduced to some of the most powerful players in the criminal underworld. I fucking love this two-page spread. <laughs> it's an <laughs> incredible spread Dubious of characters. weirdos. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. This is... We meet... Dufeld, the Lone Shark King and God of Fortune. What? Fucking what, team? (laughs) Do we have payday loans here? (laughs) Probably. And he also, he does rock the crocodile look. Like, he could be Crocodile's uncle, potentially. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Crocodile's Uh, greaseball uncle. Uncle 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 Dial. Crocodile's just inspired by this guy, maybe? (laughs) Yeah. Uncle Alligator. Uh, Stussy, queen of the Pleasure District. What 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 pleasure district? What could that possibly she, mean? Which, she, which cities? She looks so mundane. <laughs> yeah, she just I love looks this flapper hat. Look. Yeah, she just looks like a flapper surrounded by this bunch of fucking lunatics. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's true or not, but I believe there was a time where people thought the uh, the nickname for the cool S that every <laughs> middle schooler knows how to do uh-huh. is called the Stussy S. I believe uh, it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've never heard that. That's news. I believe it's sight unseen. I remember it was there was like a theory video about about the cool S because 
Um, it go it goes back a lot further than we expected it to. <laughs> Ancient uh, hieroglyphics. It's, in Egypt. it's oh, been with God. us since the dinosaurs. <laughs> Roll back rock. <laughs> you, you you turn a poneglyph and there's a cool S on the side. <laughs> and you're like ah, Roger wrote this part. <laughs> he would. We also meet Drug Peklo, the major undertaker. He is just drug. Big, yeah. <laughs> Big juggalo. That's what they're called, right? I wonder what, what part of the... What does he do? Yeah, I what criminal... juggalo. What criminal endeavors is he engaged in, I wonder? If you were <laughs> undertaking. If you were current, you'd, you'd run with the meme that he's uh, actually Peklo D. Rug. Oh, yeah, of <laughs> oh course. My oh, oh okay. my god. <laughs> I don't mind it. I mean, he is... He does appear to be brandishing a scythe, which could be taken to be a hatchet. Yeah. So he could be a hatchet man. Mm. He appears to be a hatchet man. Hmm. <laughs> no, what does he think about Fago? Is question. I, just, yeah. I think Jay has a whiteboard, and underneath he writes, uh, hatchet man, question mark, trying to, like, <laughs> you know, figure out all the connections between the different characters. <sighs> and I guess here's the part where I say hatchet man is an X mark. <laughs> Okay. okay. No, 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 it's not. There's also... <laughs> no, no, hang on. The logo from the Insane Clown Posse Hatchet Man is the next one. Okay. Yeah, just hatch, just hatch take a fruit. peek at it later. Uh, Giberson the Hider, Warehouse Kingpin. <laughs> the Hider. The Hider. <laughs> this man gives me, like, Yule Lad energy. Oh, Yeah. Uh-huh. That's terrifying. <laughs> Sausage liquor. I mean, he is terrifying. Look at him. Yeah, it's true. He's bad. Don't like him. There's also <laughs> the shipping king, deep sea currents, Ubit. Ubit. He's got the tiniest little chicken legs I've ever seen in this manga. I have I never, I never noticed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Maybe they're <laughs> actual twigs. <laughs> and finally, last but not least, the president of the World Economic Journal. Let's fucking go. Big news, Morgans. <laughs> what? Big news! We Not got news. We got a big bird, ladies and gentlemen. He's a news scooper big. The news is controlled by birds. I've been saying it the whole time. Amazing. It's also crazy, God. like, somehow Big News Morgans ends up looking like the scariest one of this bunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's so yeah. sinister. And he's a bird. He's just a giant bird. He's a Muppet. Like those who were not yeah. there or did not listen to the previous episode, Tyler literally said, join us next time for big news. And Theo <laughs> said, is it like a news coup but big? <laughs> and low, it and is. Low. And low. This is, this is also the episode where we meet the guy who can see the future. Like, he, it's all coming together. It's all coming looks, together. He looks like a Victorian Muppet that you would see on the set of, like, it's uh, absolutely Big Christmas Bird. Carol. Yeah, it's yeah, just, no, it's, it's just it's like, Big, Bird Big Bird from, like, it's, it, it's uh, yummy Big Bird. a Christmas Carol. <laughs> it's like if Big Bird plays Scrooge. <laughs> if, you'd, if you ever needed confirmation that Oda was a fan of Jim Henson, <laughs> just look absolutely. at this fucking page. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, Tyler, you're the captain of the ship. It, there's information about Morgan's and uh, his appearance that's not mm -hmm. officially in the manga. Are we allowed right. to discuss that, or are we quiet? Hush, hush. I, I don't know. It, has it never been in the manga? Is it only from... I'm pretty SBS sure it's only SBS's. Yes. 
Yeah, it's only SPS. I would wait. Oh, I would wait. yeah, no worries. Okay. Well, I mean, if you, it you would wait. Counts as the manga. <laughs> but yeah. if it's but if the if we haven't read that SPS yet, I, would I mean, say. you could you could make some educated guesses. I think based uh, on everything we've yeah, seen thus far. Mm-hmm. I don't know I when that remind, SPS comes out. I will but, remember remind people that minks are only furry creatures, so he's right. not a mink. That's what I thought when I first saw him. I'm what like, if oh, he's bird what if he's a bird oh, right, bird mink? Right. Shortens to bink. <laughs> Huh? Oh shit! Oh, God, oh, the brew. Oh, his brew. Just, just cracked this wide no, open. That, that, that's the sauce. Just, like, I, yeah, I was... we're shipping a bunch of bird booze. <laughs> the booze. I think coos. minks are only mammals right yes, now. So that's true. Yeah. Yeah, and and something that I I brought up uh, and I can bring it up here is like, fishmen are only fish, but mm-hmm. whales are mammals. But there's no I've been wondering whale. About that. There's no whale there... minks. Yeah, are there fish fish minks? There I mean, there's are. fish men, right? It's interesting. There's fish oh, no, we know we have whales. No, we have whale shark fish men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but well, that's not a whale. That's I know. I'm just trying. I'm, yeah. trying, I'm just trying to remember if there were whales. <laughs> we heard well, it. I just want a manatee no dolphins, right? mermaid. That's what. <laughs> I want. Oh man, that'd be fun. Well, yeah, just bring it full circle. If if humans are, you know, according to Wanda, just monkey minks mm-hmm. that you know, didn't evolve fur, maybe <laughs> that theory extends to fishmen, like, maybe they think that fishmen are, like, aquatic minks. Uh, and here's that... another thing. I think I highlighted this in our last call, was, uh, th- I-, I said that there was another race that their genetics works very similar to the fishmen, and that was yeah, the minks, that's, the minks that's and two, fishmen. That's two very clear patterns, where yeah. you have, you know, here we have a race of all people that are all mammals and a race of people that are all fish. That's like that's hmm. that, yeah, like that, that makes that makes sense. Humans like, like they, they have like the nuclear family, right? Like you look like like Luffy Garp, right? Like they look mm-hmm. similar, right? Roger Ace, like they might oh, look similar, right, right. right? But fishmen, it's like you could be a shark and you could be a guppy and you can have an octopus kid. And then with minks, you could be a giraffe and a, a bear, and then you could have a rabbit kid. You like, have a lion. How, yeah. Here's Very a recessive uh, genes there. Yeah, absolutely. Here's a thought. Uh, if if humans are just monkey minks who went down a, a different evolution path, uh, if there are bird minks that went down a different evolution path, mm-hmm. where they're not covered in birds, but they still have wings? Mm-hmm. I would probably look a little bit like a Skypean. Mm. <gasps> Whoa! Gorosei, where are they? Where are they? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Whoa. Yeah, that's because this procession is arriving late, Perospero creates a candy escalator to quickly shuttle them to the tea party. This is so pretty and sinister. Although the technology of an escalator does seem to be a surprise to a lot of them, so yeah. I guess they're not common throughout the One Piece world. Big Mom also, does love science. Uh, also arriving late and stopped at the door, refusing a body search, is Jigra, the organ donor or dealer. Uh, I think dealer do, donors. You do that at the DMV. Yeah. <laughs> donor is what it says on his organs. Yeah, donor is what it says on his business on the front facing side. Yeah, Te- technically, oh, technically still accurate <laughs> on the front facing side. Yeah, that's what they tell the world government. Uh huh. Just like how in Sabodi the human auction house was the employment service and the right, exactly, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and that's like where where it centers. Well, this guy dies, right? But then 
What's interesting, I'm pretty sure this is prior to Whole Cake Island, and I might be wrong, but it's filler anyways. There was an entire arc about, like, this guy's, like, operations, which was really interesting. What? Yeah, huh. they, they ran into... Anime like, filler? Yeah, yeah, anime filler. I'm, I, okay. Yeah, I'm manga only, so I did not know about this. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't even think it was, like, worth that... Uh, some of these fillers at that time were <laughs> not the best, but... <laughs> You know, the, the what I would say is there's an interesting um, thing when it comes to these, like, underworld emperors, right? Because they, they're called emperors, but then what are the normal emperors? They're the... They're the <laughs> well, they call them right? tyrants. Yeah, and, and so like, there there's, like, a they, they call them emperors. Like, I think Jinbei calls them emperor or tyrants, but then, like, their official things are, like, the underworld emperors um, huh. as well. And that's just, like, interesting because... We've seen some of these people before, and it was shown to us in like a half silhouette in Punk Hazard. If right. you guys remember, Ooh, yeah. Uh, the... Oh, were they watching the weapons test or whatever? Yes, yes. Oh, yes. right. Yeah, it makes sense. And this is like so. So I can't tell you guys the end part of the theory because there's like two portions to it. But the first portion is. Essentially, I, it wasn't even necessarily a theory. It was at the time I was just saying, like, these guys are probably really, really important. Uh, the reason being is, like, if we're looking at, like, what Big Mom is doing in this arc uh, and, and what Doflamingo was doing in a prior arc, they right. had, like, a, a stranglehold on the entire world. And it doesn't seem like there was, like, crossover. And even on, on uh, Zoe, we found out a certain extent of what, um, you know, the next Yonko might, like, th- what, what their... Uh, stranglehold might be but you can start seeing how like the world is starting to be divided up into different Mm. power holds except for these guys these guys are running under the world and they kind of connect everything and you can see that with like various characters and in the punk hazard scene but what i just mentioned that anime filler um that organs dealer was brought up if you look at the non-canon stuff that oda has put out even prior to this it's emphasizing on this part of the world. It's so crazy because, uh, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Movie Gold is prior to Whole Cake Island. Yeah, we watched yeah. it. Yes. Yeah. Movie Gold. So, w- Movie Gold is essentially <clears throat> this guy who is in his own right an emperor of something. Obviously, it's not canon, right? The, the, mm-hmm. the premise of that entire sh- show would kind of break a lot of the world <laughs> if, if true. Right. But he ran As a casino. Discussed right a casino that was essentially a way that pirates and everyone connected right and it's like very interesting because i think oda used movie gold to preface how these underworld emperors might play out and um i'm forgetting the other example they don't discriminate Um, with who they deal with is what you're saying yeah yeah and and here's another example that that i don't think i brought up uh prior but um we saw something very interesting but with when doflamingo's like empire came crashing down um you know everything people various people were excited and and picked up the slack but something that's interesting is like we have like warehouse kingpin here right and then uh a shipping current guy a drug guy (laughs) and doflamingo was probably connecting all those dots and we actually might have an example of that in whitebeard uh when we're first introduced to whitebeard whitebeard was using medicine that Doflamingo made, mm-hmm. like so right. on his yeah, because yeah, it had the the heart 
Or, it was, yep. Yeah. So, and then you gotta ask yourself, is, is Doflamingo, like, sent, like, is he directly working with Whitebeard and he's giving him the, no, he's not doing that. He's probably <laughs> shipping it to these people, right? He's just, he's just so ubiquitous that even Whitebeard buys it. Has to go through him. Yeah, yeah, and I wonder where, like, is, is Whitebeard going to the, the pharmacy in the World Government Islands? No, he's, he's probably getting it from drug Yeah, he's not pulling up to the fucking CVS. <laughs> exactly. We know that in right A. Uh, the birth. CVS. The Navy and the pirates have an alliance, much like they did on Guild Tesoro's ship, when they go into right A. It's just like, you here, here for your insulin? Yeah, I'm here for my insulin. <laughs> <laughs> all, all that definitely gives credence to... Um, to Doflamingo saying like he was the one holding the chains. Yeah. 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 He had he had the reins on all the monsters. Yeah. And you know, on top of that, right? Like outside of these monsters, he had more monsters on his side, right? Like <laughs> the it's it's crazy how much how far uh, celestial dragon status goes, right? So, mm. yeah. And it's yeah. it's fascinating finally getting to actually see those monsters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jigra had been invited to the last tea party but couldn't attend because of his mother's funeral. He tells Capone that he sent an apology letter to Mama and asks if he knows what he received in return. But before a guess can be made, Jigra falls over dead, seemingly shot in the head. And the door is dismayed by this. That door is one of my favorite things from this volume. Just the yes. horror on her face. She's very good. That is it the one. same door that called Sanji a brute? I don't think so. Uh, I think so. it's a different door. Because that was Pudding's room. Thank yeah, God. it's a different when, area. When Big Mom uh, makes multiple door homies, are they related? Are they sisters and brothers? <laughs> or, like, what's going on oh, here? No. <laughs> no, this is the fan fiction we need. <laughs> uh, sitting on top of the gate is the final of the Sweet Three Generals and a motherfucking JoJo character. Yeah. My oh, boy. My, my boy. I love this guy. <laughs> we meet Charlotte Katakuri. More like cat a cool guy. Second, <laughs> second son of Charlotte. It's it's hard to tell if his legs or arms are long or if he's just drawn Jojo Jojo. Jojo Lee tall. He's if like he's, I think he's like nine feet tall or something. <laughs> a Rocky in, 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 in stature. <laughs> Would you guys believe me if I told you he played a major part in inspiring my my VTuber side? <laughs> Yeah, I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. explains he was going to say, What do you think Big Mom sent me? My hospitalized father's head, and I've come here today for revenge. Open the gate, blam, blam. Then he opens fire. He shot two of your men, but before that happened, I threw a jelly bean at him. <laughs> was that a mistake, Bedgie the Rook? Oh my god. This is everything I love, I love about guy. One Piece. I threw it's a jelly bean at him. So cool and so stupid. So, ah. Not only does he look like a JoJo, but he straight up steals Joseph's gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> the next line you'll yep. say is, all yeah. right, we'll do. <laughs> uh, Katakuri is the biggest obstacle to Capone's plan because his observation hockey is so refined, he can actually see the very near future. And his bounty is over one billion. I was so worried in this introduction, but this volume deals with it in such a cool way, and we'll get to it. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, determination is, is one of my big uh, existential worries. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, smoothie serves drinks for the arriving guests, offering such cocktails <laughs> as Mount Mori Lava, Babe Who Stabbed a Hundred Men, <laughs> and Weird Screaming Giraffe. What the Cover- fuck? <laughs> 
coming right up. <laughs> and not only, it's having. not a giraffe. It's a weird screaming giraffe. That's a different flavor, of course, than your right. run-of-the-mill <laughs> giraffe. Of course. It's more full-bodied. Which, which, which the giraffe promptly demonstrates. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Stussy tries the giraffe. <laughs> of course it's her. Ooh, tasty and smooth. <laughs> Also, did Smoothie allow the babe to stab a hundred people before <laughs> capturing her, or was she put on in like in prison? Right, is is that like aging a wine? In order to, <laughs> mm. is she is she dress Rosian? <laughs> that sounds like a dress Rosa thing. It does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as everyone settles in for the wedding, Vito takes a head count of all of the scariest officers of the Big Bomb Pirates. Look at these motherfuckers. Of course, there is the eldest son, who we have met, Perosparo, uh, but also the eldest daughter and minister of fruit, Compote. Compote. Oh, she's so pretty. I love her. The second son, Katakuri, the 14th daughter, Smoothie, the third son, Daifuku, and the fourth son, Oven. My mind can't, Oven. My mind can't fathom all these lelolito monsters. <laughs> A hush falls over the crowd as Big Mom is presented with the photograph of Mother Carmel. Well, well hang on, we have to, like, uh, before we get into this, like, we have to appreciate the moment where Vito's quirk gets so stupid, even he can't handle it. <laughs> making the thought of making enemies out of every last one gives me the willalelo, the willies. <laughs> he just aborts, he can't do it. While, while standing on top of a sentient door who is getting understandably worried. <laughs> what do you mean, enemies? What? A hush falls over the crowd as Big Mom is presented with the photograph of Mother Carmel, an elderly nun smoking a cigarette. Get ready, God, boys. That is a picture of Katya Zamolochka from season seven of RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh my God, you you're cannot so tell right. me otherwise. You're so right. <laughs> Oh. That's Katya Boots. Gosh. Boots! I want to talk about just the, like, majesty of this scene. Yeah. Of, like, how crowded and, like, uh, full of detail the previous page was where um, Vito's running down, you know, all the players. And then you turn the page and you get this just, like, wide shot, empty frame of a rook carrying a, a, a picture frame. Mm. And it's just, like... You immediately get the importance of it. Mm-hmm. You feel the silence. Yeah. Right. yeah. The stillness. Oda's so fucking good at comics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm also curious. Uh, Big Mom says that Mother is the light of the world. But yeah. I've, just, I've been watching out for that sun imagery. <laughs> yeah. Mm. There's a bit of it in this volume. Another guest asks what her connection to Mother Carmel is. But Big Mom blasts him with Conqueror's Hockey, saying, don't you dare pry into my precious memories. And the shading on that is so good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This man comes completely out of pocket. (laughs) Tell me about about this clearly dead woman that we've saved a seat for at the table. (laughs) What's your connection to her? Is she important or something? I've met people like this at weddings. Like, just ask very invasive emotional questions. (laughs) (laughs) With the preface that this was his first time at a big mom party. (laughs) Hey, I'm new here. Interacting with humans. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about your childhood trauma. 
Well, and like, I don't know how if you've covered this in previous uh, episodes, but like, Big Mom has this weird way of like straddling between like super threatening and then super nice. Like, yeah. she acts yeah. like this is a tea party and everyone's welcome and come and let's have fun and get together. But if you ask that question, I will kill you. But I you have to do you. it the right way. I mean, yes. Yeah. Uh, not to, it's a performance. It her way or the highway. To share too much about myself, but that's Big Mom energy. <laughs> she does refer to it as the tea party from hell. <laughs> mm, that's true. Mm. Uh, Dufeld and the other underworld bosses present Linlin with a cavalcade of treasure chests as wedding gifts. Most of them call her by name, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very very informal, very friendly. They've been in business together a long time, I get the impression. This yeah, is not their first they, tea this party. Is not their first mm-hmm. tea party. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yeah, notice how they did not bring up the portrait of, of Mother Karma. Yeah. yeah, they know better. <laughs> Uh, Big News Morgans asks about a little rumor he'd heard about a long-lost treasure of the deep. So Big Mom reveals the tomate box, announcing that she intends to open it along with all the other presents after the wedding ceremony. God bless Big Mom hosting a wedding, and then the highlight of it is her opening her own presents. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I love this woman. (laughs) She's so great. (laughs) I never noticed this detail before, uh, but Morgans calls her Amiga. Yes. I, is he, I never picked up that he's Spanish. I don't huh. think I've seen uh, anything else about oh. him having other Spanish um, heritage or, or um, traits, I guess. But maybe. Huh. He's, maybe he's the fourth caballero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Capone checks in with his men, and everything is in place for the plan. He had two men on the inside working as chefs for the cake, who come up to tell him that radio signals are jammed. And after this gate, no one else is coming up. Caesar hops out of Capone to get ready with the escape mirror, but their preparations are spotted by the gate homie, who begins to suspect they're up to no good. I mean, that's <laughs> what watching happens them this when you say explicitly, "Boy, I can't wait to get up to no good." In front of <laughs> and, a sentient, and you look at someone and you name them by their un, their non disguised name, who is an enemy of the state. I was gonna say I think you meant gangster, gangster Gastino came. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what they say: the uh, the greasiest door hinge gets the grease, <laughs> or the squeakiest. You know what I yeah. mean? Gotti cuts her face off. Sure Boy, does. Wow, is that how that works? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the eyes are the window to the soul, or just where the soul is, I guess. <laughs> just the physical location of the soul. <laughs> yeah, what fucking Majora's Mask panel am I looking at here? I mean, regardless of whether they got the soul out or not, in terror. if they cut the face off, they can't talk. So, right. problem <gasps> solved. Yeah. Is the soul still in the door? I, oh my god. I don't think we get permission of that. I would love, uh, I pointed this out before, but there's some similarities between the Soul Soul fruit and the Kage Kage, the Shadow Shadow fruit that Mori has. Um, yeah. I would love if salt was the secret to purifying the, <laughs> the, homies. the homies. Yeah. Uh, Maybe it's pepper. <laughs> <laughs> it, when you think about the Soul Soul fruit and the Kage Kage no Mi, it's kind of crazy. It's interesting because at this point, yeah, at this point in the story, you get an understanding of what big mom can put her souls into and mm. you compare it to moria and they have like no overlap which is right it's almost opposite yeah mm. it's right. very interesting to the point where this is like something that i just recently when i was saying like i just reviewed like a lot of this stuff on my own for my own channel something that like 
I think most current people forgot is that uh, we got, yeah, we passed it. Uh, Randolph and Crane. She yeah. was able to put homies' souls into living things, like animals. Like they, these, she also was able to put souls into that, which is so interesting because you would imagine she'd only be able to put it mm-hmm. in a door, but she put it into an animal, and that animal was almost indistinguishable from a mink, other than it couldn't use electro, which is like, yeah. Huh, I wonder, I wonder yeah, how it, that difference plays out. And it like could talk and had thoughts, which was also funny because like how many different types of animal people do you need, Oda? <laughs> <laughs> he wants to give the people Not... their OCs a variety of options. <laughs> he understands the importance of biodiversity <laughs> for a healthy ecosystem. Clearly, is it a zone? No. Is it a is it a a, a mink? No. Is it a homie? No. Is it... <laughs> Is it a smile fruit user? No. It's a space pirate. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> fucking Christ. Uh, Capone, is it is it just a dude who looks like a, a fucking gorilla? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's is just it a fish Mary from No. From it's Sierra just Biden. a big bird guy. <laughs> and it's offensive that you that you implied otherwise. <laughs> you can't just ask people why they're giant bird people. It's rude. Yeah. <laughs> Capone hops into his fortress body to check on the straw hats, and they're all napping. Of course. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> One piece uh, chart of who goes shoo, shoo, and who goes oh. <laughs> Different types of snores. Uh, Jinbei assures him that he'll wake them all up when the time is right. Uh, Jinbei looks so tired. I, he looks like like the adult chaperone at like a middle school lock-in at a church. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> that is his entire role in the series. Mm-hmm. Make way for the Holy Spirit. Because <laughs> they keep introducing adults who have no actual maturity at all. <laughs> like, it took them until this long for the Straw Hats to actually have someone responsible around. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. And Robin's not here, so... Well, no, even, even Robin. Robin... <laughs> Even Robin, Robin has you know lapses. What, you're right. yeah, as long as she's not distracted by history or something cute, Robin is responsible. Or just kind of wanting to see what happens. Like, right. true. Yeah, she's she yeah. likes to watch chaos. Yeah, this is true. I was gonna add like on the childish part. It's like Brulee is also sleeping with them, and there's just true. She's entered her honk shoe phase. Oh, she's got her little snot bubble. <laughs> it is you tiring know, her... being kidnapped, though. Yeah, it like is. her mom. They, she heard the entire plan of her mom being like raided and taken <laughs> Executed. over. And she's like, you know what? Nap. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Stress nap. I, I feel that. I relate to that. Yeah, sometimes you just gotta sleep on it, you know? <laughs> like, there's nothing I can do. May as well be rested. <laughs> if there's nothing you can do, it's time to honk shoot. <laughs> <laughs> and that's news you can use. Big news! Uh, it- <laughs> in the Thank you. in the bride and groom's waiting room, Sanji and Pudding discuss their wedding kiss. As Sanji desperately tries to remember that Pudding is trying to kill him, and Pudding <laughs> desperately tries not to kill him right there. Don't simp, 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 do not simp, don't simp, do not simp. Damn it! And I love so that panel of Pudding in the bottom corner of the page. <laughs> yes, it's so the, good. the internal screaming. <laughs> This fucking clown. I'm kill him down. <laughs> this, I, I'll be uh, honest, this had me fooled. <laughs> the main event begins, and an MC announces the arrival of the bride and groom-to-be who are floating in on Zeus, 
I'm so mad at Oda drawing so many cool background characters that we just don't get to know anything about. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a panel of just, like, people having fun at the tea party, and there's, like, I love a this frog, frog man guy. in a wig, and, like, <laughs> Let's... a lady in a I like panel. the girl sitting across from Yeah, with, like, a zipper mouth. Yeah. What's her deal? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Can I Thank date her? Thank you for pointing her out, because I want to... I want to put she a looks pin like she's in skinned her. Panda Man. <laughs> yeah, what? I love how upfront Big Mom and her officiants are about being evil. <laughs> oh yeah. They will now be joined in a wicked alliance by these two <laughs> young souls. If you got it, flaunt it. <laughs> We're evil and we love it. Uh, Sanji looks genuinely thrilled, and Capone is shocked at how good his acting is. Oh boy, <laughs> he is <laughs> really selling it. Sip knows. Beige is making the uh, same mistake as everyone else in the series, thinking that the Straw Hats know what's up, and this is all part of a plan. Mm, right. A dangerous thought. Oh, there's also the announcer. His half his face is a skull. What? <laughs> what's the deal with that? Oh yeah, that's the fan of the opera. I assume he's wearing a mask. Yeah, it looks like he's wearing a mask over his face. It, he has I mean, it looks teeth. it looks like a like a negative feature. Like it goes in. Like it doesn't mm. look like it's on top of his face. Well, he has teeth on top of teeth. Around here, oh, you never he? know, man. Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, I see. <laughs> that. It's a That's teeth mink. How do you not know that? This is whole cake. teeth mink. Like, I'm sorry. What if he's part <laughs> shark man? That was very rude of me. Uh, let's not let's not forget Bobbin. <laughs> what if he had a tooth True. tooth fruit? <laughs> it's dangerous to have on Sweet Island. That'd be a powerful fruit. Yo, yeah. he took a bite of tooth too. <laughs> no. Oh, that's also, deeply I, I unpleasant to think about. <laughs> I don't want to jump too level. far ahead, but mm -hmm. we do have the SBS corner for this chapter. Anna has Carrot having drawn Lola and uh, yes, yes, Siobhan. <laughs> Very beautiful. good. Lola and Siobhan as like visual novel characters, basically. <laughs> I love yeah. Them. Just so and, majestic. Uh, Oda pretends that Carrot's the one who wrote, who drew them, and then his own response is, "Oh." Oh. <laughs> Make a rouge cute. It didn't work. It didn't work. Uh, I, I beg to disagree. <laughs> Thank you. I, I have two details on this, this previous page that I want to address also. Mm -hmm. First being, yeah, I'll go ahead and address it. D judge at the, the, the big two-page spread. Mm -hmm. Looks like he's leaning in to like raise his glass to somebody across the table. Where is Hard it? to say who. What page? He's talking to someone. It's so busy, the, I can't... The one of the party scene. At the, oh, the there he Waldo is. Okay, scene. I see. There he is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, and as far as I can tell, you can see the potted plant in the middle, or the flower arrangement or whatever, so I don't think we're supposed to know if he's raising his glass to anyone in particular. Yeah. Uh, he just seems to be forward, gesturing though. towards the other side of the room. Yeah, Morgan's yeah. is raising a teacup, uh, Grandpa Morgan's Alligator and is, Stussy. Uh, and, and shipping <laughs> twig legs also is there. <laughs> All I can say is, uh, hey, I might, I might shout you out in a future short video. <laughs> That's a crazy detail. Oh my goodness. Huh. What? Huh. You'll know when you know. Oh, I hate that. Okay. Oh, no, no. <laughs> You'll know when you know. I gotta say. Another detail. Oh, no, you go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say. I'm all caught up. I've read all the chapters. I still don't know what we're alluding to, Cheekily. I'll PM someone, but, like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. What could this mean? Yeah, it has to be a private message. Yeah, y'all are grossly overestimating my ability to know things. 
<laughs> You're going to be real mad about it when you find out. Yeah, real mm. mad. I'm mad about it. I looked at this panel and I was <laughs> hey, like, wait a, a minute. Hang on, you guys. I remember what? when Wands was there and y'all making a big deal that he, he was mad Wands. And I've been waiting for something about mad to show up and nothing is. Mm. So I, mm. I just say, I'm just saying, I see you. <laughs> the other detail is um, the, with Sanji. If my theory about like pervert Sanji is is an act, <laughs> that like adds an extra layer to the joke because Capone is actually right <laughs> that, that oh, Sanji is just a really good he actor. He's selling it. <laughs> That'd be a match made in heaven. The best actor and actress in the entire show because pudding yeah. is crazy. Oh yeah. my god, yeah, and if she and she hasn't even seen Mr. Prince yet. Like I, she, I she, think she, they she might actually be good for each other too. Yeah, I mean they're like a full spy family situation. That would be yeah. that would be incredible. If it starts out as like she's initially presented as like, oh, look at this person who's a an extremely talented cook. Like Sanji would respect her and vice versa. Like you know, they might actually be well-suited. Oh, snap, she's actually evil. <gasps> oh, wait a minute. They're both actually amazing spies. <laughs> it might actually work, but for a different reason than we initially thought. That would be they, amazing. They both actually suck in complementary ways. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, inside of Capone, Luffy refuses to wake up, no matter how much Jinbei shouts and thrashes him. Oh, he was so Five hungry, minutes, and then he had food. Jinbei didn't realize what he signed up for. <laughs> I just I love the I, I love the rest of the crew just being like yo you got some meat yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. that'd do it it's funny because uh, I, I when my wife gets to this eventually she'll be like oh my god you're just you're exactly like this, this is, <laughs> I just don't wake up it doesn't matter if people shake me like, like fun fact I used to I had a bed shaker and in college and that didn't work like oh. it, it would shake my entire wow. bed nope <laughs> like a product you bought yeah, yeah those i looked into those because i would sleep through alarms and yeah they're real yeah i had really? on on power 10 uh God and then damn. it also came with a nuclear <laughs> alarm too so it sounded like a nuke a nuke went off and the i, I was on the first floor and You're the fourth floor I ended up complaining Oh yeah, I would hate what? living with you. you no, but I, I stopped using it once they complied. I was like, all right, I'm just gonna lay low. They don't know who it was. You, you sleep in ten times Earth's gravity. <laughs> the hyperbolic nap chamber. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then if food comes out, I kind of just wake me up. Yeah. Kinda, kinda my, my brother was not that extreme, but we could always wake him up with bacon. Mm. Now, see, that's what you, you need to have an alarm clock that's hooked up to a convection oven mm. that's got mm. some, some piping hot muffins in it, so that you let that waft, right? <laughs> like a Rube Goldberg machine. <laughs> and then you follow the waft lines like a Looney Tunes character. Also, I doubt that this is a, a direct reference, but it does remind me of Thriller Bark when Zoro, Sanji, and Luffy were all, and they were like, a female yeah. woman came yeah. so all over a, me, a beautiful swordsman. Yeah. Carrying meat. lots of meat. Uh, at the party, head chef Strusen presents the wedding cake, which also doubles as the altar for the ceremony. Wow! Look at that so, okay, what a fun idea. Sanji Incredible. and Pudding are the literal cake toppers. <laughs> oh my yes, God. on their own well, wedding I'm, cake. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. You know, I, I am glad it is architectural because, as they say, form follows fondant. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love like the blood and skulls on this wedding cake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Town ass towers. It's the tea party from hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the tea yeah, towers. It's a fucking yeah. Ma- Maximilian Pegasus ass cake. Yeah. What, I mean, yeah, I'd see him at this tea party. I bet he's here. Big oh, Mom he's being like, uh, I want world peace. I want all races to get together. Also, put some skulls and some blood on the cake. <laughs> put some skulls on that bitch. There's <laughs> this episode of Cake Boss. We're pirates. <laughs> I want to talk about the priest. Please. <laughs> I don't know what to say about him. I just want to... Like, <laughs> just really want to talk about this who guy. Is this, who, is, who is this Have man? Have you... Going? Is he a, is he a fish man? Marriage. Wings us. But I'm glad you want to talk about him because what the heck is this? I've, I've <laughs> in my in my lexic whatever you want to call it, encyclopedia brain. This dude is not from One Piece. What is this? <laughs> yeah. This is this is Patrick Stars Gajinka. <laughs> I mean, we can't tell how many legs he has under that robe. I mean, oh he, god, he's got wait. similar hairstyles to Hachi. <laughs> Yes. I must have repressed <laughs> this memory when I watched this. This is crazy. How do I forget? I, I also like hate. <laughs> I also hate the fact that like, I get pentagram vibes from his head. Yeah. Yeah. What? I told you. Yeah. So I and I'm always like just so curious and afraid whenever like Christian imagery shows up in here. It's like, wait, how mm-hmm. how much? How significant is the cross on his stole? Like, how much medieval Christianity is in here? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so glad you said that because, you know, Thriller Barakuma's Bible thing. He's got like, a Bible. When people made connections, ain't nobody bringing up this dude. What the heck? <laughs> well, yeah. and we have a, a literal priestess woman or a nun, I guess is the proper word for it. Sorry. But yeah. Yeah. Like, well, and we've seen uh, like a nun yeah. running an orphanage in Law's backstory. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mihawk has right. a cross on his chest. Well, that's because he's a vampire. Was, was there a One right, Piece right. Protestant revolution? <laughs> Which, like, it would okay, make sense let's... for there to be crosses in One Piece because they're a torture device. That's the thing that they're. Right, yeah. That's that's the thing. Right. Sure. That makes sense. But like, well, I. What what about like the significant like? Do we got a resurrection? Do we got a one true God? And and I know the gods is X mark, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Did Jesus eat the revive? Revive? Oh, fuck! God damn it! <laughs> Wait, so we know that there's a mythical human model fruit, Buddha. Yeah, is there a so Jesus, right. is Jesus there a fruit? mythical Jesus fruit? And do, do can, can whoever has this. the Jesus Jesus fruit go on vacation with? Uh, Does he revive after three whoever's days? Whoever's got the Buddha, Buddha fruit and they listen, you have Saint Young. I can actually together. talk about this. this yeah, crazy. how long did it take? Oh yeah, how long did That's it take uh, Brooke to come back? <laughs> Dave, I have an important question for you. Uh oh, Jesus walked on water. Who else can walk oh. on water? Oh, what? but he, but Tyler, he doesn't look a thing like Jesus. But <laughs> wait, who, who, who can walk? Acts like a gentleman I, I, that I remember. I, I, Rook, he, can Rook walk is on the water. soul king. Wait, he can. And Jesus is the Holy Spirit. He, he ran across water because his <gasps> bones are so light. I don't. When did we? When did? When did we see that? I didn't remember. When that. we met There's him. One more Tyler. thing. When we met him. Yeah, beginning. There's one more thing. Actually, he hopped off of his ship and ran to throw a. Has bar. he turned water into wine? I don't think screen? we've seen that yet. So, I so, so yet, I actually just made a short on this, and um, oh I was like, "Wait, God. I can I can talk about this. This isn't a this isn't a spoiler. <laughs> part of it is, but you know, like it's still a theory. But this part of it is not, which is Brooke ran on water, right? He he did it mm-hmm. because he's light and he's fast, yeah. right? But there's actually yeah, yeah. someone in this in this arc prior to this when we got introduced to Germa. That was touted to be able to walk on water. The snails? No. 
<laughs> it was the one of the one of the G's. No, no, and and it's funny because you guys are talking about Jesus, right? And and like <laughs> all that stuff, right? There's two characters with a similar kind of naming thing, and so we have the Warrior of the Sea, Sora. Sora. Oh yeah, Sora. And Sora could was said oh, to Sora be able to water. walk on water. Then you talk about right. Jesus, but the thing is, Warrior of the Sea. Where where else have we heard like, huh? Someone we know that wants to be <laughs> oh, yeah. Warrior of the Sea, uh, and then a brave Warrior of the Sea, and and then what did, what happened in in Dressrosa? Uh, oh man, I wonder how Wait, they no, held him. No, he's got Usopp. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh on. no! Oh no! <laughs> hang on! Uh, hang on a minute! And wait a minute. He was a temporary carpenter before we got Frank. <laughs> he wasn't a good carpenter, but we don't know if Jesus was good at it either. I was about to say, yeah, does the best say anywhere I mean, in the Bible didn't Jesus stick with was it. actually good at it. <laughs> right, yeah. It didn't, it didn't pan out all the way, no. I showed no, I think that, about it. that video, like the full context of it. I told my, my community already about it, but the tagline <laughs> is, Usopp will become Jesus in <laughs> Mark my words. <laughs> Only maybe clickbait. Done <laughs> <laughs> wrong? Wait a second, a Usopp is gathering people that like believe in his his stories and stuff. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, He's got eight thousand followers. Who is Usopp's John the Baptist? <laughs> this oh, is who's this Judas? Oh no. <laughs> Who are his Usappostles? <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh, Stussy. Yes, Usa. we've been talking about him. God damn it. <laughs> Stussy admires Pudding, claiming to be reminded of her younger self. And Dufeld asks how many decades ago that was. What the hell? So Stussy kicks him in the shin. Good. Jerk. <laughs> they seem familiar with one another. I was about to say, yeah. I like that vibe. Uh, the priest guides Sanji and Pudding through reciting their vows when suddenly... Katakuri spots a strange future he doesn't understand. Uh, wait a minute, hang on. He asked if she's going to be his lawfully wedded wife. Like, what What law? Whose law? Yeah, like, we're, what pi- law we're are pirates. We following? Uh, Trafalgar. Okay. Your Trafalgarly wedded wife. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Was it simple? Big Mom simply kidnapped an official priest who works for the world government whose uh, contract would be binding, obviously. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. He took an online course. <laughs> Uh, Katakuri has a vision of Pudding falling to her knees crying, so he starts to move towards the cake as Sanji lifts Pudding's veil. Pudding encourages Sanji to stare into her hideous third eye, but as it blinks open, Sanji does not recoil, but instead leans in, telling her, what a beautiful eye. Oh my god, and this is so genuine and sweet. Like, it's, it's he's so not genuine. doing his pervy thing. It's just like, wow. He, he doesn't have a hard eye or anything. Yeah, yeah he doesn't nosebleed. Yeah. His it's... nose ain't flaring. I, I love the lettering for his the tongue's gulp in his the mouth. heart or whatever. <laughs> That's really cute. <laughs> it's like a moment of genuine connection. I, I also like that he responded this way to her doing her, like, evilest, most satanic expression possible. Yes. <laughs> Like, oh, I love a ter- I love a terrifying woman. This is a man who's in love with Zoro. You can't prove me otherwise, and he looks scary all the time. Oh yeah, he in also. This looks chapter, like a demon. Sanji's desire to be stepped on comes in useful. <laughs> this is the second. This is the second time he's something- Spike Spiegel saying, "I love the kind of woman that can kick my." Ass. This is the second. This is the second God. time something like this has happened. God damn it! It God is. Wholesome? He's got a type, and in that moment. It is Pudding who gets caught off guard as all three eyes begin to tear up. Oh, honey. These two panels are heartbreaking. Just the just this face crack of like the, uh-huh. What? 
Huh? Like, I was, I was... It's the kind of, like, crying where, like, you're not even aware your body is crying. Yeah, yeah yes. like, yeah, she was using her, you know, body and her feelings about it as a shield and a weapon and didn't expect it to get hugged. Like, oh. Also, <laughs> like, I think the anime did this part really well from memory, um, though most of the whole Cake Island memories aren't that great. But, you know, what you do see... That's ironic. Up until here... <laughs> Is uh, yeah, ironic for <laughs> the memories, but the like. Well, I just meant you got them excised <laughs> by the memory for yeah. yeah. <laughs> so up until this point, we've seen pudding have a, a dichotomy of like the split screen of there's an internal emotion that she has and she's hiding it with the front, and then this is like the first time where that inner emotion broke through and she couldn't hide it she couldn't mask it anymore and mm-hmm. it's like up until now it's always been split it's always been split up until this point and that was like like super super powerful like you're saying and i think the anime did this really really well because it's like i think there was like a moment of like wait is this like her internal feeling and then you realize she's crying on the outside too and you're like oh wow wait no she can't even hide this this, this is really happening yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it was beautiful well and like i don't think like we were saying sanji is being genuine right this is literally what's just popping into his head and he's he's just saying it without a filter but yeah. it's interesting that as the crew member's strongest observation hockey that he has like this kind of read on people sort of thing mm-hmm. with he kind of sees what her real feelings are and is able to kind of maybe touch on it a little bit yeah oh i love that yeah Mm -hmm. uh she thinks to herself what is he saying don't give me that crap not once since i was born has anyone ever said that this eye is beautiful and she thinks back on her life of her mother telling her to grow her bangs out so that she wouldn't have to look at that creepy third eye people called her a monster and gross and she was bullied by (laughs) other children who yanked her hair back to get a better look you know those are her siblings (laughs) yeah Mm mm-hmm this is fucking like Drus- Drusella and Anastasia over uh-huh. here. <laughs> I, well, and to go back to, uh, like I was saying, Big Mom kind of has like this dichotomy. Sometimes she seems really innocent. Sometimes she seems really evil. She seems to like the idea of a family, but she doesn't seem to know what it actually means to have right. one. Which, mm-hmm. given what we see that of Mother Carmel later, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yep. we'll get more into that. Yeah, oh boy, <laughs> Willie. <laughs> Oh boy, are we only at? Ch- oh, we got a lot. Uh, of yep, we this got a lot is of the experience of me reading it. <laughs> what we're not done <laughs> yeah. yet? <laughs> yeah, this and uh, I mean, for me also, like this, I think Whole Kick On was like a personal attack in a lot of ways. I, one <laughs> of the main, you know, I think, I think especially prior to Whole Kick On, one of the major reveals was like, oh my God, Sanji's backstory. Sanji's backstory and my backstory is like so similar. But then this line right here from Big Mom, like, it, like just rereading it makes gives me shivers because like uh, I just remember like my dad. And what the line you said, it's like, it seems like he wants a family, but doesn't know how to have one. And that, like, there's just struck yeah. a chord where it's like mm. my dad, I remember, like, in, like, sixth grade or something, he's, he's like, uh, do you want me to talk to a plastic surgeon for your lips? Because my lips are really uh, big. And I was what? like, wait, I, I really like oh. my lips. And then Holy shit. I just remember, like, thinking about that. And so, like, when Pudding is going through this moment, it's like, especially at the age that she was you know experience that it's kind of like then from that point on you create this like anxiety that everybody looks at you a certain way and obviously Mm -hmm. they back it up in her situation with all the kids but you don't even need that like oda didn't even need to add that Mm -hmm. it could have just been an internal thing that she wants to hide it now she thinks it's gross and that set up the situation where 
you know, when Sanji genuinely accepted that, it was like a, a personality breaking moment. So yeah, that's that's beautiful. Well, and we want to go into parallels that aren't necessarily written explicitly. Sanji kind of hated himself as a kid, and it looks like oh now now we know that Pudding did too. So they're actually yeah. kind of a good match, despite the fact that we didn't think that they were they were just kind of blindly put together yeah, they actually genuinely are oh man this is like another moment where i wonder like how how does oda have time to know what he knows we're right. like you know yeah. how does he know what it's like to like not look like anyone else in your family which is yeah. not a thing i know what it's like but it's like you know poor pudding like she has no other three-eyed people around her Mm-hmm. And no three-eyed mm-hmm. people representation. Like, give this poor girl a copy of Outer Wilds for some three-eyed people representation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think like what you just said about uh, what Oda's writing. I think recency bias plays a thing in this, and it's not exactly like it's the reputation of Whole Cake Island. Whole Cake Island doesn't have the best reputation. Mm-hmm. That's mainly because a lot of people hate Sanji. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like, I don't. You guys probably heard like people skip Skypea for because it's boring. Mm-hmm. People skip Whole Cake Island because they don't like Sanji. What? Um, like that's an that's actual madness. Thing. That's <laughs> and that's absurd to me. Yeah, I, I think that we should talk about this arc as a whole when we get to the end of it because I think there's some stuff that makes more sense when you've seen all of it, but. It's just like <laughs> yeah. even in this moment you can see like you, you know Tyler said something it's like the I- irony of me saying like the memory of it right like these memories and the souls and all that stuff like Oda's like playing like an orchestra like a beautiful <laughs> composition oh right my now. god and... that's exactly the thought after I read this volume ah because there's so many <laughs> elements that get a step like I told Tyler like it made me think of like watching a uh, an analysis of we don't talk about Bruno how there's like so many little <laughs> threads that then get yes. woven together yes beautiful yeah <clears throat> completely agree I gotta watch that movie Oda's uh. great at what he does and there's a reason that I say that One Piece is my favorite story ever told it's it's stuff like that yeah we've we've already said as much but I just wanted to say I appreciate how deftly this specific moment is handled here because it it mm-hmm. could have easily also been just a very tired like he thinks I'm pretty kind of reaction mm. but it, it doesn't read right. that way at all mm-hmm. I've, I've never had that yeah, impression be, from this because it's, just, and it's this a is very like, specific reaction and this i gotta say like i mean i'm i'll admit i think that skipping i mean i don't know i think it's skipping something is silly but like i understand that <laughs> more than i understand oh Skypea is boring because like <laughs> i i understand why with everything up to this point why someone would really not like sanji like i, yeah. I get it yeah. But I'll give this to Oda. He uses that, like, Andrew Hussey once said that characterization is just being consistent, establishing a baseline of how people talk and act so that you can then signal something to the reader by deviating from that baseline. Yeah. If someone is mm. acting differently from how they usually act, that means that something is happening that you need to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Sanji, looking at a woman... And having this genuine reaction instead of a the horny reaction instead that he of has the awuga every single <laughs> other time yeah. like we can uh-huh. actually we can actually we, uh, trust that we can actually yeah. take that seriously because yeah, it's so exhaustively established for them <laughs> like that alone makes us gasp like I, mm. I'm actually kind yeah. of furious that that <laughs> Oda is using how fucking horny and obnoxious Sanji always is 
to his advantage so effectively from a storytelling perspective. <laughs> well, and you could even go even further and you could say he kind of prepped us for this because it wasn't, I think it was on Zoe before we knew what the situation was where they heard that Sanji turned out a woman and they, oh, they're all freaked out. Yeah. It. So yeah. it was almost That's like, true. pay attention to this man's actions. Right, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah mm. Oda is like spraying the, the glass cleaner on the fourth wall, like get ready for this bitch to break. <laughs> <laughs> Pudding falls to her knees weeping as Big Mom and her siblings begin to realize that their plan is falling apart. God, I love that her reaction is, damn it, I'm gonna kill you, because that is like the one thing that she can cling to. It's like, I'm just gonna yeah. cling to this bit of normalcy. I am a three I'm gonna monster. do my job. I know what's <laughs> happening. <laughs> this is her trying to light the light the lighter in the rain. Oh my <laughs> god, it is! Oh, oh. It's, fucking, it's the same fucking, like, down shot, It's too. the same composition! Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, honey! Big Mom. I was really fucking good at making comics. <laughs> Damn it. And each of them made themselves do that, right? Like, Pudding was the yeah. reason Sanji cried, Sanji's the reason Pudding cried. Ah, uh, match made in heaven. Uh, Big Mom gives the signal for the priest to shoot Sanji instead, but Katakuri sees a future where Sanji dodges, and so he instead flicks a jelly bean. I love that <laughs> this is a comic where we can know that someone is going to flick a jelly bean, and it is still very ominous and scary. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and Sanji... He... Oh, sorry. Uh, no, you go for it. Well, I just... Sanji dodges it, so, like, yeah. Katakuri seems to be able to see the future... But somehow Sanji is still so good at observation that he's like, "Nah, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna out observation your observation just for a second. He saw a likely future. <laughs> yeah, that's right. true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Luffy and Co. Take uh, well. First, Sanji miraculously dodges that jelly bean and it hits the priest, who then fires <laughs> his gun in the air. All right. So Luffy this guy. and everyone else take that as a signal that the uh, and they <laughs> the wedding cake starts to rumble. <laughs> choo choo here comes the loopy wagon something's wrong with the cake uh category right, trumps let's do this Leroy <laughs> truly category takes up a defensive position in front of big mom saying the situation is unpredictable even I can't act to control it there's no way to stop it yeah who's this background <laughs> character with like one two three uh, like six antlers <laughs> Wondering I about if the plan like is. He's old. wearing like a hoodie that has all the antlers on it. Yeah, that's, that's... Trapper's older brother, <laughs> the one that they bullied him about. Oh, I just, I like, I was just giggling because there's no way to stop it, and then like we know what happens next. It's like I just imagine like seeing that future and being in Kata Curry's position, You're just like what in the like, what? wildest <laughs> shit is about to go down. I wish I could explain it to you. Yeah, mom, <laughs> yeah. I I can't tell you what's going to happen. I could just tell you I cannot stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Luffy is giving us the subtitle of this whole arc of "We're taking back Sanji." <laughs> like i think like madame charlie right like she could see the future or like you think like egypt and then like someone's like oh great oracle what is the future and then you see this and you're like you know what i'm done you know what we yeah this is <laughs> this is the last thing that charlie saw before she smashed that ball <laughs> no. oh man yeah it's charlie no. is that just observation oh, hockey? No. maybe like the ball is is just irrelevant like it's just for show yeah I'm, she can I mean, see the future 
it's well, interesting, you can use right? Because hockey to enhance an object, oh, right? Oh, you can. How does Hawkins see the future with, with his tarot uh, cards? With his cards, oh, yeah. seems no. to be a connection being made. Well, that's the stars. That's a different power. <laughs> that's true, yeah. no, the what stars I will are say is right. that logic. <laughs> That logic used for the minks, right? It could be a homie with in uh, an animal. It could be a mink. It could be a devil fruit. It could be. There's so many different explanations for the same thing. Maybe you could apply that here, right? Mm, so. All different paths to God. <laughs> uh, all hell breaks loose as <laughs> dozens of monkey D. Luffy's blast out of the wedding cake, toppling it. Oops, all Luffy's. I love this panel. Each with their Such own facial expression. It's oh my so god, good. they're so good, and there's just absolute gremlins. They're wild little men. <laughs> 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 Who here's uh, familiar with Journey to the West? Um. Yes. Va- vaguely. Uh, in, I've seen in, Dragon Ball as, Z. Yeah, as much as I had to be in order to like consume Dragon Ball and as much of One Piece as we have. <laughs> this is ju- this is 100% just monkeys havoc in heaven. Mm. <laughs> ah. Ooh, this is this is him busting the party, making thousands of clones of himself. Wait, is that a <laughs> thing from Journey to the purpose. West? He it does is. a lot of wild stuff. But in clones, <laughs> he can make a bunch. He he does strange he thing pull, with his hair. He can pull hair. a hair off his body and then turn it into a copy of himself. Oh, cool! Yeah, that's that's his alt in Dota too. <laughs> makes tons of copies of himself and attacks a whole area. Wow. I didn't know you could have clones uh, we... in classical Chinese literature. That's awesome. <laughs> the, there was a, I mentioned before when they came to like Luffy's plan, he was just like, don't worry guys, like I have a, like I, I have a really yeah. cool entrance. I just thought of a really cool idea. And like, this is being that one. This is, the, I, I forget if it was on call or, or after, um, but this was the thing with the reverie. So for viewers who, who um, are caught up there's like a YouTube reverie where all the creators, One Piece creators come together and they like talk. Like it's generally once a year, yeah. sometimes twice a year. And share theories. Yeah, share theories. But I watched I watched the most recent one. It's, it's very fun. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And and so two reveries ago was my first one. And for me, like a lot of people were like, because I just started my channel and, and a lot of people were really excited. And they were like, what are you, are you prepping for it? And I kind of was just like, uh, the host was, was like preparing me for it because I've, I've never been a part of the community. I didn't know it existed. Like in terms of when I started my channel, that's when I found out that like podcasts like you guys and and channels, like all that stuff exists in the anime world. And so the host was preparing me and he made it sound like the the tea party. He was like, yo, it's crazy. (laughs) There's a lot of crazy figures there. If you want to like be known, like they're going to, they're out to get you and that stuff. And I was just like, I, There's a dawn sound effect as everyone logs on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and dun, dun, I, my dun, response to him was dun, just like, dun, I have dun. a really cool idea. And then I just said nothing, and then I showed up. And only one of the theories I can actually say, but it was, I came out with all like all my crazy theory ideas was before I even said my name. And the first one was Vanderdecken is a mushroom. And, and like various other crazy ones that, that I can't say right now. And then everyone was just like, huh? What? What did this guy Who is say? this guy? <laughs> yeah. And so I, the edit I made was of this clip, and I just put all my theories over Luffy's and taking oh down God. the cake. Amazing. And I showed it to the host, and he's like, that's exactly what happened when he did that. <laughs> Truly the worst generation. I, 
Bitwom <laughs> <laughs> turns to Katakuri. You can see the future. What's about to happen? The Luffy's coming from inside the cake, and then the cake explodes. <laughs> and it's funny because like the host and Big Mom's face when B- Luffy comes out is one to one. You can see it in the in the actual. He's just like, huh? <laughs> I invited this guy personally. <laughs> Uh, we flash back to before the ceremony when Luffy concocted this wedding keikaku. Ah, there it is. The thing I said has <laughs> become God. real. The X mark. Son of a bitch. There it is. <laughs> he had Capone's men sneak a mirror inside of the cake and forced Brulee to transform a bunch of animals into extra Luffy's. Oh my God, I love a protagonist who can think of plans. <laughs> he learned a thing. <laughs> if you go back, I'm pretty sure you can like look and be like, that one's definitely a monkey, and that one's definitely like a, a rabbit or something. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. Back in the present, Morgans is already envisioning headlines as one of the worst generation pirates assaults Big Mom's stronghold. This is big news! <laughs> he is amazing. I love this motherfucker. <laughs> he's incredible, yeah. He's also, I mean, he's very informed. Like he's, a, yeah. he's a good I mean, journalist. He's the president of the <laughs> WEJ. He Absolutely. loves news. <laughs> I mean, that's the only he loves newspaper. It. He lives it. <laughs> and now I'm worried, like, if this is intentional in that, like, he has shut down or destroyed smaller newspaper operations. I have no Buddy, doubt. Buddy, keep reading one piece. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Never underestimate he's, Oda. Well, also, he's the other side of the coin to Dofamea going, there is no good or evil in this right, world. Yeah. Except instead of there is no good or evil, there's only news. <laughs> only oh the God. news. No gods or kings, only news. <laughs> <laughs> Another way to look at it is we've gotten lots of headlines in the past, right? And now we yeah. have a face behind those headlines. Yeah. Right? yeah. Mm. This is the guy who wrote about the, the coup in uh, what, what's Vera. it? Fun? And Vera. And Vera. Vera. Mm. Maybe not personally, but he decided to put it in the paper. Yeah, he's, no, a, Rosa, he's a Jonah Jameson. He, he ordered those pictures. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. God. He is J. Jonah Jameson. So, so is there he's a spider spider fruit? We haven't not. seen one. I don't think so. There's just that spider monkey. I don't want to have to read him. I don't want to <laughs> see that. We do um, know from Dressrosa there is insect uh, devil fruits, though. That's true. We've seen like the oh, bee yeah, fruit or whatever. That's true. Yeah. I want to direct everyone's attention. If you have it open, the the cake falling over on the left side of the um, app or whatever. Ooh, mm-hmm. If you look at all of the Luffy's in the bottom right, there's one who's dressed <laughs> a little differently, and I hmm. never noticed that until just now. <laughs> oh, that hot down. <laughs> Wait a minute, oh, is that the hatchet oh. man? He's all lanky. He's all lanky He's and bony. Big Mom starts to lose her mind with fury, having looked forward to eating the wedding cake for weeks now. You can still eat it. She... There's a lot of cake there. <laughs> you just eat it off the top. Uh, she begins using her soul pocus powers on her own chefs, demanding life or wedding cake. I love that Morgan's explains what's happening. Right, yeah, very yeah. helpfully he's, explains he's, to us. He's so informed. How, which, how does he <laughs> know like this? is the first time he's seen this. I mean, they've known Big Mom for a long time. Yeah. All these She's guys. his amiga. But, like, did they do science? Did they do, like, what? Did they do studies of, like, you know, how on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you fear death? And then expose them to Big Mom? <laughs> <laughs> 
I so wish I love that the I could way say that's an X mark. I just <laughs> wish that that's something we could say right now. Big Mom, <laughs> just... look, Big Mom has like 87 kids or whatever. There is no way all of them have kept perfectly quiet about how all this stuff works all this time. Like, I, I never realized this is essentially Davy Jones and Pirates of the Caribbean 2. Do you fear death? Go- oh yeah. my god. <laughs> part of the ship, or part of the cake, part of the crew. There must always be an emperor. Uh, The way that her powers work, allegedly, is by speaking directly to the human soul and leaning on its fixation with its own life. How dare you? If they fear death, even for an instant, they fall into her trap. That allegedly was rude. (laughs) Are you are you questioning Morgan's journalistic integrity? I might be. What a scary uh, power, though. Yeah. It's very frightening. Oh, my God. Inherently. It's so cool. One, 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 one piece is a scary comic, you guys. It's so scary. It's, <laughs> it's kind of cheating because hearing about it makes you afraid of it. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> it's almost like knowledge actually informs the fear. <laughs> yeah. Well, and isn't that great that, uh, like, an emperor of the sea, like, what are the two positions that would people would be most afraid of? An emperor or, like, maybe an admiral? Those are, like, the two you do not want to have the soul soul fruits. <laughs> right, yeah. This yeah. is how it works. Big Mom starts searching around for the real straw hat, but Capone laughs to himself, knowing that no one would be dumb enough to give themselves away and ruin their own diversion. <laughs> oh, you have not been <laughs> right here. Luffy, sir. <laughs> it's me! <laughs> <laughs> With a with a I'm fucking mouthful of cake. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you got it, this little bastard. I love Capone. Yeah, Ben's yeah, face is perfect. <laughs> just yeah. hit, 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 hit. <laughs> Luffy readily announces himself and goes directly for the photograph of Mother Carmel. He prepares a jet pistol, but at the last instant, he switches to a defensive stance as he is slammed by a long, stretchy substance. What? Covered in hockey. Hmm. And ever so gooey. <laughs> it's a kick from Katakuri, and it stretches quite similarly to Luffy's it's own power. It's his sticky, yucky leg. Hmm. <laughs> uh, Luffy Any is guesses free- on what, he, what his power is? Well, it's announced also. About, yeah, a few panels later. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Any guesses? <laughs> I mean, my first thought before you said what it was, that it was something akin to, like, whatever nitro is made of. Hmm. Yeah, like a jellyfruit th- or something. Yeah. yeah, I thought because he kept doing throwing jelly beans creative. that it would have been like a jelly jelly. Yeah. yeah. That would have been nice. You know what? That would have been nice. That would have been beautiful. Uh, Luffy is freed by Jimbei, who splashes tea on Katakuri's kick, disappearing. Yeah. Where did you get that? Jimbei? <laughs> he just grabbed a bunch a of tea. tea. party. Yeah, yeah, and I love it's tea, not the sea Which has current, water in it's it. It's tea current. Right, yeah. I mean, it's a tea <laughs> party, I guess. Big Mom has big cups. <laughs> yeah, you just used whatever liquid was I can see. was available. Uh, Jinbei explains to Luffy that Katakuri has mochi mochi powers. I love mochi. Which is classified as a special paramythia fruit. What does that mean? <laughs> and thank goodness we're reading it now well, instead of off. weekly because it, this was a, a little bit... He had a, Oda had to go back and change it at one oh. point. Right? Huh. I, th- I, I think, believe... right, it was initially called Logia. Yeah, right. it was like a diminutive uh-huh. logie or something. And then when they did the volume, they're like, we're going to correct that. That's not true anymore. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that was always interesting yeah. to me. Interesting. But mochi versus gum, that's like two different animals. Mm. Mm. But they are very similar. Yeah. 
Like if you never, I mean, you can swallow mochi. It's a very springy, stretchy. (laughs) But you can, you can. Yeah, but it's not food. I have. (laughs) There was a whole. There was a whole magic school bus thing about it. It'll take seven years for him to. Miss Frizzle did tell me it can't be digested. The the magic school bus is a homie. (laughs) God damn! Does Miss Frizzle have the have the soul soul? God damn it! If. Yeah. <laughs> if you're afraid of Miss Frizzle, Frizzle, she can take oh your soul. Oh my god! <laughs> What's the? I, uh... I'm I'm immediately willing to believe that. <laughs> What's the name of the kid who always got in trouble every single week, uh, week and almost died with the orange hair? Uh, Arnold. Uh, Arnold. Yeah, Arnold. Arnold yeah. Life or or learning or death. <laughs> life or learning. <laughs> <laughs> and he rips off his fucking space helmet. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> we never had tea parties at my old school. <laughs> <laughs> also on the the mochi thing too i you know the retcon that you mentioned essentially that was like one of the major ones that would acknowledge but honestly like i don't think he needed to do that because i this is my personal thing and you can see it throughout the entire story where oda plays perspectives really well so it's like why would jimbei like be an expert on that thing right like yeah. if katakuri like we've seen it before in the show where it's like you know understanding a power comes with fighting that person uh Mm -hmm. and and you know what it might be at the beginning changes at towards the end of it and this one it's like it could have been classified uh, originally he had as a logia and that could have been jimbei's perspective and we see that with like uh with um silhouettes for example like time and time again Mm. oda uses silhouettes but it's from the perspective of the person speaking Mm. And mm-hmm. like the you guys mm-hmm. just passed the Dressrosa, that's my favorite one, where um um Bartolomeo oh, yeah. talks about Suru and, and Sengoku and the silhouette <laughs> for it is just like this crazy I've never seen something scarier, but we know what Sengoku and Suru look like, so we're just looking at Barto like, <laughs> yeah. huh? Like what? Well, we see them just... again later and they're just they're just chill. They're yeah. on vacation. Yeah, well, so like uh... <laughs> think of dressrosa as well that was also when we had a uh, treble lying about like he seemed to be a logia but it was right. actually something exactly different exactly he was just a gooey and, man and <laughs> for me like i almost would have preferred it just stay as a logia here instead of the correction that we see now because it like it's not just a this thing it's it's a forever one piece thing oda plays on the speaker right the, mm. the, the speaker of a story is important um we saw with the story of ohara right like who tells that story changes the story completely yeah. so perspective mm, is true true important. sure legends change over time yeah. although i will say you would need a line like explicitly from luffy saying like you're not a logia because otherwise people on the wiki would have a field day about like <laughs> well jimbei said in chapter three 863 to be fair it's not the first time the wiki a really long talk page on a wiki and be like there was a battle here <laughs> oh that's or just have mark. a scene of jimbei what? just being like how is that an x oh, yeah. mark <laughs> Okay, no, it's, it's not. That's it's unfortunately not, an X mark. It's a meta X mark, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I was biting my tongue. Whoever said that X mark, you're wild. <laughs> There's, anyways. What do you think Carlos's uh, One Piece laugh is? Oh, I was just thinking, like, Brooke is just Carlos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, every time you get a skull joke, it's just Carlos. Brooke. <laughs> Brooke. Jimbei is being a real, um,. He's a real one here. He's the one who told Luffy about Mother Carmel and anyone, you know, the operation. Right. He's saving yeah. Beige from the uh, the Takes heat. Takes that bullet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jinbei <clears throat> thinks so fucking fast. <laughs> Jinbei's so cool. 
we're about two hours into the recording, yep. so how about our first reading? Oh, my God. Ooh. <laughs> oh, my God. Who would like to read Big Mom, Jim Bay, Luffy, Morgans, and Miscellaneous? Oh, man. Shit. Oh, God. Who gets Morgans? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say Morgans is as... Uh... He's up there. I mean, I got yeah, I got Jason Big Mom bias on this one of our I like yes. uh, I will volunteer as as Morgan's. I'll try to do yes. Big Bird justice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Parvision, you said Jimbe? Yeah, I like Jimbe. Hell right. yeah. Uh, hey, who wants I... to take Laura's uh, mantle for Luffy here? Oh. I can do it. I'm willing oh. to give. Okay. Yeah. And what else is there? Miscellaneous or Miscellaneous. Okay. Matt, you want to take them? Sure. Everyone else basically. <laughs> it's just some Does of it the... mean I get to do this guy with the the pompadour and giant beard? Yes. He's a cool guy. Hell yeah. Oh, wait. You decided not to leave me earlier, yet now you're sticking up for the cake wrecker? Shall I take this as rebellion? Wait, really quick. Cake wrecker is an excellent, like, third grade insult. You cake wrecker! <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Please do. I wish to quit and join the Straw Hat crew. You do? Wow, that's big news! Jinbei, the former warlord, joining the Straw Hats! That was beautiful. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> big news. Do whatever you want once you're gone, but not before you've paid the proper price. You don't want to live in shame, do you? No. If you promise not to harm anyone aside from me, I will offer you as much of my life as you can take. What do you mean, Jinbei? You can't join up if you're dead! <laughs> Lifespan is my favorite. I didn't realize you hated me so much. You'd rather choose death than stay in a place you dislike? <laughs> well, you'll get no sympathy from me. <laughs> Alright, dummy. You've got a deal. Stay or life? Life. Whoa! Is Jimmy going to? Stay or life? Uh, hang on. His soul ain't coming out. You're kidding me. He's not even the tiniest bit afraid of Mama. A man who could be crewmate of the future King of Pirates cannot afford to tremble in the presence of a mere emperor. <laughs> <laughs> if you will not take my life, then I return your ritual cup. As of this moment, I quit the Big Mom Pirates. I appreciate all you've done for me. Holy shit! <laughs> that was so cool! All right. I appreciate all you have done for me. <laughs> He's so polite to the Emperor of the Sea. This... I understand why people <laughs> might want to skip this arc, like we were talking about earlier, but there are so many good standing yeah. up to Big Mom moments between Jimbe and Soul. He is essentially and... saying, being like, no disrespect, but I don't fuck with you no more. <laughs> mm -hmm. no, no disrespect, but you ain't shit. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Let him cook. <laughs> yeah, this scene is why, like, uh, Jimbe instantly became my favorite character like <laughs> he is such a moment homie. it was just like in it because i was watching anime i was just like what is gonna happen like is he just gonna like try to fight whatever but this was like this was just unheard of right because up until now it's like everyone had to cut a deal or deal with mom one way or another and he said said nah i'm not having that i'm like 
in and in the context of everything that we're talking about right like big mom is a conqueror big mom's voice she has the power the soul fruit that makes you fear her and she somehow, has the sun and the storm in her hands yeah and, and somehow mm-hmm. this man who does not have conquerors is just this old like he's just an old dude that just wants to sign up with luffy and whatever Luffy did in Fishman was enough for him to stand up. And, and and we got prior to this, right? Like he's he's risking his his crew, he's risking his friends, he's risking his country, everything. And this like vote of confidence is like, if if you were to like compare it, it's like almost similar to like Zoro, right, against Kuma. <laughs> And in but this is even great. Like you know, Kuma's Kuma, but like this is Big Mom, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And in well, front and of everybody. I, I was kind of glad. I was worried when we got to the time skip and we're going to the new world. I guess not worried isn't the right word, but I thought that like maybe Nami and Chopper and some of the other crew members were going to kind of not evolve. I guess if that makes sense. But then we see all of these moments where the Straw Hat crew are like, "He will be king. You ain't shit." And like, right. I really like that. That that makes me appreciate even. Nami and it gets me hyped every time, every yep. time, every yep. single time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Jason, can you finish Big Mom's line here? You got it. <laughs> Congrats, Jimbei. That makes you my enemy now. Hey, what a cheap shot! Uh, Big Mom stomps on Jimbei's sake cup and prepares to annihilate him with the power of Prometheus. But in the corner of the room, while everyone's attention is drawn away from it, (laughs) there's another Luffy doppelganger sneaking around. And with a yo-ho-ho, he smashes Mother Carmel's picture with a hammer. Is that from the rafters? It's Brooke with a steel chair. That's Soul King's music. These two panels of like a clearly fake Luffy with a hammer just smashing a picture. If you could just take those without context and show them to a younger me, that's how you could have gotten me to read One Piece. (laughs) Blank expression on the mask too. Like no thoughts. And just emphasize like, like, Say to that younger Theo, how big a deal in the story do you think this is? <laughs> how important do you think this? Yeah, this tell him this is weird a weird balloon face moment. with a hammer is, and he'll be like, "What? It's, it's uh, okay. It's on the same level as burn down that flag from Water Seven, yeah. <laughs> right? Lobby. Well, that I mean, burning the, down the uh, flag that seems like a big thing, but like this guy just like smashing really like, like, the right, level of importance is equal. And he, yeah. and he also rips arguably. Off the, the coldest yo ho ho in the entire <laughs> oh my God. like can you like you hear and big mom out from it's just like oh my god you know what i mean i just slept with this man <laughs> this, like, <laughs> I just the dead, but it's okay because i'm dead too you can, you can hear the comma motherfucker last week i believe you were talking about game of scones right is happening on this <laughs> island so this is uh-huh. you know um i can't think of a pun but lannister sends their regards smashes the oh, damn Basically, <laughs> and he rips off his uh, his balloon face with the sound effect reap. Reap, God, <laughs> tell Mama I want her to he know is, it was me. He is the motherfucking MVP of this arc. So yeah, he really is. The continuous theme that Brooke is like the counter to Big Bob is so fucking funny. <laughs> I, I thought you were dead. Well, I am. <laughs> you thought correctly, madam. Also, Carlos. Carlos. (laughs) (laughs) To add on to like you know the the theme that I want to highlight is like the fleshing out of conquer hockey. It feels like because when Brooke 
showed his soul king powers the way he knocked out those those uh chess pieces it was like it felt very conquers hockey like right so it's it, like you if you compare the panels that brooke had to panels that you know were in prior um conquers hockey moments they're like one-to-one -one. so it's like huh interesting that the soul king could exercise a power similar to that on souls i wonder how that lends itself to future things too mm. and you were talking about earlier how the sonic vibrations and the in the scream might carry some of the hockey and brooke does music stuff which also would be carrying some kind of power over the airwaves mm. hypnotism yeah <laughs> i mean he's already done it's that always hypnotism uh, big mom starts to wobble overtaken with shock at all the sudden terrible stimulus honey Pudding tries to fire her gun at Sanji, but he just keeps dodging the bullets while trying to reason with her. Sanji! Wait, hang Pudding. on, hang on. People think that Luffy ripped off his face because they don't know that Brooke is a skeleton. <laughs> I just need to point yeah. that out. And he goes, this is uh, my face! No, oh no. my god, it's so good. And he the frogman is there! <laughs> there he is. The despicable frogman. <laughs> Would you say that he's about to croak from shock? <laughs> nope. Carl. Carlos! <laughs> Pudding asks, aren't you shocked? Aren't you disillusioned? Don't worry, you'll die very soon. I've fooled plenty of people before just like this. And Sanji just asks her, even yourself, Pudding? Oh! oh Goddamn, Sanji! Two, Pudding, Uno reverse card. Sanji. The liars lie to themselves. Takes one to know Beautiful. one. Big Mom's third son, Charlotte Daifuku, steps in to finish the oh job for God. Pudding. Oh, my God. Because he's a lamp man. I he love him. Uh, more he's, he's, he's rubbing his he's tummy. Rubbing That's his how he fights. He's because he's, he's, he's a genie in the bottle, baby. You got to <laughs> rub him the right way. He's, uh, and he's Morel from, uh, from Hunter Hunter. <laughs> oh, God, he is. He ate the puff puff fruit, which lets him summon a genie to fight for him as long as he's rubbing his tummy. <laughs> Imagine if four kids had to had to translate puff puff fruit, and they're like, "That could be a drug reference. We got to change that immediately." And, and he's literally like yeah. running around, dodging blows and bullets in the middle of combat while rubbing his tummy with it's the other so hand. Funny, yeah. he could just be fighting. He could just be fighting. I love this man. It's so stupid. I'm gonna be honest. I did not understand what was happening until just He's another JoJo character. He's another JoJo. He's a God. stand user. God Behold damn it. my stand. For real. Yeah, I also think with this, this fruit is interesting because it's like the puff puff fruit, but in Japanese, they said like Lampman, but like what mm -hmm. it actually is, and I don't even think the anime did this uh, sound well, but it's the sound of like a kettle boiling, like the, the sound of the smoke, like the... Like the yeah, that, that's the onomatopoeia for this fruit. That explains it, too, because a lot of the people in, in Big Mom's crew have food-related powers, and so right. tea yeah. kettle is and much here's, closer. Here's a guy than... with a genie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, was, this one was an interesting one for sure. This is a fascinating power. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. <laughs> he summons another man. And is, like, does this man, is he made of hockey? A thinking man. Because he's... Right. Pay attention I mean, to his eyes, his, from, from the color of his skin, Yeah, he's got like that, it, like, yeah. Gear 4 hockey and, situation happening. And, yeah, look at that close-up of his eyes. What's going on there? Wait, oh, where's the close-up? He's also eyes? very angry. He's got, oh, he's got the Mihawk spiral. What? Oh, when, like, when, like when he's... Uh, uh, Hakuba's doing the half-and-half -half thing. Where are you guys going with this? <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> Where is Oda going with this? <laughs> what does it mean? One of my first theories. Tune in next week to find out. <laughs> oh god 
Uh, Capone tackles Luffy to keep up the ruse of being head of security, uh, trying to buy time because Big Mom's freakout is taking longer than he anticipated. She's just got too many things to be freaked out about. She's overstimulated. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pedro tries his best to fend off Charlotte Oven, who is Linlin's fourth son, uh, and he is a bake man with the powers of the heat heat fruit. This guy honestly feels too straightforward for the Charlotte family. <laughs> I fully agree with too you. Too normal and... for us. Uh, get to the back of the line. <laughs> a puff puff man I... and a bake man. Jesus, four kids. Four oh kids. my really god! With you, and it's so oh, weird oh, to me I get that they it, chose to put weed. him in, in a film red. <laughs> what man? It's it's so bizarre that they chose him to put in film red. He's popular. He's in film red. He's popular for some reason. Oven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oven. No. Charlotte this Oven. Guy. What? Interesting. No. Also, it's 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 funny about his powers. We've got yes. we've got the fire fruit, we've got the lava fruit, and now we've got the, the heat fruit. The oven <laughs> fruit. It's different. What's There's, also funny about his powers is that this is a power that the anime already used in a filler arc. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Oh. They, yeah, really? was it the smelt smelt fruit? I know that smelt smelt was similar to this, but they've mm-hmm. had a couple of heat related ones from throughout the series. Yeah. Uh, Luffy and Sanji hear a cry for help, and they turn to see that it came from Vinsmoke Judge. Wait, wait, I don't want to skip past Brooke. His head got chopped off. (laughs) Brooke losing his head. (laughs) But it's okay, because he's already dead. Oh, well. Judge and his children have all been captured, glued to their seats thanks to Parasparo's candy powers. Are you going to look at Afterwards, <laughs> he's gonna lick them dead. Uh, they are surrounded by Big Mom's children with pistols drawn at their heads. The Vinsmoke brothers are all being pretty nonchalant about their impending death. They don't have emotions. Uh, as Judge openly weeps. <laughs> oh, oh no, my science uh, children who don't feel emotions <laughs> is backfiring. This, this, this guy has some nerve. <laughs> well, yeah. Here's one thing I don't like about this panel, right? So uh, I can't tell the brothers apart for the most part, but, you know, two of them are just kind of like, oh, no, we're trapped. And the third one is laughing, immediately mm-hmm. followed by Reiji saying, they don't have emotions. Then why are you laughing? Laugh is not emotion. <laughs> yeah, it, they, they kind of blur the narrative a couple of times throughout this, but when this was first established, the thing that they specifically said was they they pulled out the weak emotions so no ah. they're not capable of like sorrow or like sympathy or, or sympathy anything fear. that wouldn't make Can't them feel a fear they never yeah, had an yeah. emo phase in high school they never listened to lincoln park <laughs> well then how like do you that. explain that so, hair so, so, yeah, so, <laughs> we only plugged we only plugged the 4chan emotions god into our damn oh, god. oh no <laughs> that's pretty much what happened yeah <laughs> oh god <laughs> Oh no, how could this have backfired? <laughs> Judge has his own YouTube We turned B into pills. a real person. Yeah. <laughs> Reiju thinks to herself, sorry to say, but it was you who took all the emotions from your sons, father. Even their own deaths won't get a reaction from them. They're my own brothers, and they don't even feel human to me. <laughs> this, this, uh, I mean, there's a little bit more to it, but this was, like, super, super impactful because it's, like, Judge... We, we have the backstory of like Sanji's the failure because he doesn't have emotions but that was was highlighting like in Fishman Island specifically he has so much emotions he can't control it and mm-hmm. 
here we get a moment where it's like or, or in his backstory it's like he the weak emotions that was mentioned that, that were taken but it's like in order to be truly strong like you have to be human mm -hmm. right and we think mm -hmm. about this where it's like if you don't have your emotions let's think about luffy in marineford right if he was in this state where he couldn't feel uh negative emotions would he unlock conquers hockey when ace is about to die would ace no. have Such unlocked a... it when luffy was taken captured as a kid right mm -hmm. so it really that that's so ironic right that judges it's like i made you guys to be conquerors but then we see the conquerors in <laughs> they the story literally can't be yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. the conquerors in the story have well, he clipped their wings those so negative speak. emotions to become the conquerors that they were yeah such a such a crippled soul could never express hockey it, well it makes me also think about like the expressions of masculinity right where the you, uh, a lot of like the social roles are like you, if you're a man you can't express your feelings it's bad don't do that and Sanji you're the failure because you feel things too much and you do it bad and I don't know I like seeing mm -hmm. that kind of flipped up on its head I don't think that Oda would do this uh, has done this intentionally but kind of like what you were saying Jay I would I would not be surprised in a slightly different world if Judge would be like a Manosphere YouTuber Ooh. you know like yeah. he, <laughs> absolutely. he would absolutely oh, have those attitudes 100%. and I think yep, it's, 100%. it's interesting alpha he, male he this, invent alpha a new male Greek male. alphabet to be a man of that it's, it's interesting mm. to me that like we see him having an ugly cry panel and it's and this mm -hmm. is of all of the ugly, many, many ugly cry panels we've seen in this comic, this is the only <laughs> one that feels pathetic. Um, it's pitiful. It's truly pitiful. And I think it's yeah. because, like, he thinks it's pitiful. And, like, I, yeah. I think he thinks mm. of Sanji that as a failure because Sanji right reflects now. the parts of himself that he associates with failure. You know, he only expresses and, this part mm -hmm. of himself when he is failing. And then on top of that, right after that line, or after that page panel, he says, I've given my entire life, my everything, for the sake of vengeance. Is vengeance not a weak emotion that, like, the others <laughs> wouldn't act on, right? So he himself is the flawed person. Mm -hmm. But it's like, but then when you really sit back and think about it, it's like, wait, he's given his entire life, everything that he's worked for, for the sake of that. So then he's attributing all of his life's work to a weak emotion right and that's just like super ironic considering what he created out of it yeah. hey yeah. we're back to the theme of self-loathing that we saw in sanji and pudding <laughs> yeah so yeah to, like choo-choo we're all back on the sanji train um <laughs> also and, me and meanwhile morgan's is losing it this is big news, big news! Uh, I and it, he and it is also so like you know couldn't happen to a worse piece of shit yeah but mm. it is a, right. a powerful moment to see him like losing it and breaking down and like begging and big mom literally can't even perceive him no yeah. like she yeah. can't even she doesn't she yeah. she can't even acknowledge his existence he's so unimportant mm -hmm. and meaningless <clears throat> to her and fucking hilarious because this is exactly what he was gonna do to her right oh. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah he's such a piece of shit no fair yeah. that's so cheap well and not only but okay so we hate him he's an awful person but sanji wants to protect him so now we have to be like okay we hate him but we have to protect him as well so this right. is just making the plan even worse for us well, and it makes it makes sanji so much more interesting because it's not about like oh my dad's a good person i have to save him it's just like I want to say mm. it's all about Sanji and what he wants and values, and it's not about, and like this is the lit, like the definition of grace, 
um, which <laughs> is just so cool, and I love it. Ah! And it's like, no, I, he sucks, I, and I want to save him anyway. And I, you know I, 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 I talked with Tyler a bit, and I may bring it up like in future things when it's more relevant, but like, I'm interested in the difference in One Piece between characters who define themselves based on how they've been hurt versus characters mm-hmm. who define themselves based on like what brings them life and joy and and flourishing mm-hmm. and i think this is a big yeah. difference between sanji and judge and judge is like basing himself on getting vengeance on the nations of the north blue and and vengeance on his bad emotions versus sanji who like wants to be with the sunny because that's where he's happy yeah, absolutely mm-hmm. reminds me of the don't do this, only villains do that from my hero. Oh, you know? God. That's, yeah. that's whole judge, judge's <laughs> character arc. <laughs> this, yeah, he... this, uh, like, I, I think, admittingly, I mentioned before, like, this this arc was the one that, like, made me cry more than anyone because it was so personally tied to the point where I remember telling my wife, like, I took a break for the first time, like, in this one. Not, like, a huge break. It was just, like, when it when it started, Sandy's backstory getting fleshed out, and it was like, wait, hold on, these are, these are just, like, my memories. Like, this is kind of right. too close. And I'm not the type, like, I, you know, I like it when, when stories reflect real history, but then sometimes it's, like, too close to home, and I'm like, I, I wasn't watching One Piece to get, like, re-traumatized or something like that. <laughs> and and something I always say, um, and, and this is a whole, like, you know, a lot of people know me for the theory stuff, but, like, I would say, like, half my channel or my streams or things I do is about, like, talking about how people connect to their stories, their personal ties to it, and talking, like, personally with people, because that's, like, the most important part of the story. Um, And for me, like, given the parallels between me, Judge, and, like, the family stuff, the way I also interpreted it was, like, if Reiju didn't exist, uh, and Sanji somehow was able to escape without Reiju... Um, I see it the same way as my brother. It's like the only reason why I associate with my family is because my brother is essentially there. And like my mom is there too. And Sanji doesn't have his mom in the story. But the but the Reiju aspect of it, right? Like I almost question if Reiju wasn't in danger, if Reiju wasn't here, would he have done as much as he did for mm-hmm. the rest of them mm-hmm. given their backstory? And I, I, th- I think he would, but I, I would... I would almost want to see that alternative reality just to understand Sanji yeah. more. Because, you know, that Reiju aspect is so powerful to me because you see the yeah. back and forth between She's them. such an anchor oh, to Oh, and you. she's yeah. so fascinating and, because she mm-hmm. is capable of emotions and sympathy, but, like, she is also at this table of doom, like, just being like, yep, we're going to die. But she is genuinely, yeah. like, a real one in that like, she's <laughs> capable of these emotions but is just facing death cold faced and and oh she's just so cool uh Pero Sparrow trots out one of the coldest lines of the volume <laughs> he says to judge i understand your burning ambition judge but let me ask you this do you ever stop to hear out the cow you're about to eat <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> that's how little you mean to us yeah mm. that's how one- pathetic and small you are one quick character note, it feels to me like Parospero is definitely the, uh, savoring the moment the most out of a lot of the <laughs> big mom pirates, and I just think mm-hmm. that that relates to my theory it, that yeah. people are drawn to fruits that are similar to them in nature. Like, you lick a, a jawbreaker and you savor it for a long time. 
That's what he's doing. I mean, How what does that true? tongue do, right? <laughs> <laughs> How many licks does it take to get to the center of Germa 66? How many licks does it take to get to a center of man? One, two, Ichi? Nichi? <laughs> no! <laughs> no! Uh, don't don't you get to that three. <laughs> Brooke and Luffy plot out how to get the plan back on track, and they figure they should try showing the smashed pieces of the photograph to Big Mom again, so that she'll focus on that. Uh, Capone thinks it's too late at first, but then he sees Katakuri bearing down on them. These are uh, Dungeons and Dragons characters who have lost the plot during uh-huh. the <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's easy to do. Like, grab pieces of the broken picture. Hold them up. <laughs> well, and I love the, uh, uh, you know. Hold them up. This kid can see, or not kid, sorry. He's like 40 or something. But Katakuri <laughs> yeah. can see the future. So he's this a an adult test man for whether or not their plan will work. If he's yeah, not I, shaken. I, I love that aspect of it. it like, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's something that I've heard about growing up and being... Uh, worried about flying in a plane and turbulence and stuff like that. Uh, somebody told me, like, if you look at the stewards on the plane and they're fine, then everything's fine. But if you look at them and they're freaking out, then you can freak out. And that's literally what you do with Katakuri. Oh my god. Like, if he yeah. freaks right, out, yeah. you're on the right track. <laughs> he is a flight steward on the airplane that is Maybe destined. that's why he has such a big scarf. Cause he, so he can hide his face. Yeah. Hide that hide that mugging for the camera. Cause he he is not a good actor like like pudding. Theo, you know that's an X mark. No. Oh my god. <laughs> no. You think Otis is gonna cover a man's face? You for think no he's reason. just gonna give a man a scarf for no fucking reason? I don't know. Scarf is his own reason. I like scarf. Don't you know Oda by now? <laughs> I, when I first saw Katakuri, I, like I've seen Katakuri show up in like fan art, and I just called him mm-hmm. Scarf Guy, cool Scarf Guy, and I was like, oh man, That's it's cool Scarf pe- Guy. It's better than what some people call him. Honestly. Scarf is its own reward. <laughs> Speaking about yeah. X marks, this is this is an X mark only for a few, and I, I'm not gonna pinpoint it. But on that next page, on the next page, the Allied forces invisible in Symphonia, right? Uh, mm-hmm. In this. Uh, you know toward like, somewhere later on do you guys do you guys see something that like w- i i'm now gonna be talking about because i'm like whoa i didn't know that we had more of those wait which page it's, uh it's oh. right after the the katakuri is looking pretty pale over there the next page i'm being very vague about it <laughs> um you know you look you look after the first bit and you kind of you scan a little bit and there might be something that stands out that's super odd and you're just like huh uh, the allied for- uh, in the panel exactly of Al- where they for. say allied forces equip your invisible symphonia i can't tell you but you know the other people already know i'm sure if you're a viewer is it the up. teapots is it the staircase <laughs> the you figured it out yeah everything's so small in that panel <laughs> is it is it oh man what there's jimbe there's like a Round? There's somebody saying raw. Somebody saying kya. Yeah, like I'm, I'm squinting. You might hit the DM. Well, which Wayne I was talking about the entire page, but yeah, the entire yeah, page. It's a different part. There's of that so page. much yeah, of that page. Yeah, but if you oh, know okay, what we're I talking see the about, thing, yeah. you know what we're talking about. And the current viewers are gonna be like, oh my uh, goodness, that's another one. I, Wait, God. why does that guy have like devil wings? Wait, yeah, devil wings guy. I mean, and there's snake. Katakuri commands oh. Capone to shoot Luffy dead, but Capone refuses. Capone says, you can see a bit of the future, that's all. But that ain't some special privilege. 
Everyone has an equal right to change the future. Oh, hell yeah! yeah. Cap- Capone's not allowed to have raw lines, too. Yes, he is. <laughs> this is an outrage. Joke's on you. Beggy Be- actually rocks. Everyone has a right to have raw lines, I guess. Man, this, <laughs> like, I was worried about the determinism, but this, this availed me of my fear. Yeah. <laughs> of course HRO is an anti-determinist. <laughs> Fuck yeah! There's... This man's you, all about free choice. You can't be the pirate king in a in a deterministic universe. <laughs> I, I like too that the SBS in this specific part, if you're reading on the uh, internet, it has do Denden Mushis have like silent mode? And he basically says, You just tell them to shush, and if they respect you, they will. <laughs> yeah. If your phone respects you. <laughs> you don't have enough badges for this. What a uh, what a cursed statement. Naotsu says, everyone has an equal right to change the channel. <laughs> Katakuri targets Luffy with his mochi, but he is stopped by Pedro and Jimbei. He eventually gets around them and pins Luffy to the ground, but not before Luffy can stretch his arms in front of Big Mom's face, showing her the shattered remains of the photograph. And she screams so loud, a shockwave of Conqueror's hockey erupts from her. Huh, usually every time I look at a photograph, it makes me laugh. <laughs> look at this photograph! Every time I look Take at it, it, it Soul King split it in half. <laughs> <laughs> and what the hell is on Johnny's head? <laughs> uh, the effects are immediate as wedding guests begin passing out left and right, and her children try to save their own eardrums. Linlin falls to her knees, and Capone spots trickles of blood from the scuff marks. Mama's hurt. Sanji and Chopper work together to free the Vin Smokes. How how the fuck, how much does she weigh if just falling on her knees is enough to splits her knee open? As much as a steel blimp. We've covered this. (laughs) A lady doesn't discuss such matters. (laughs) Also true. Uh, I love this little panel of Chopper putting earplugs in Reiju's ears for her. so so cute. Uh, Sanji even passes the Vin Smoke some strange numbered canisters. God, I didn't this, know what those were. This originally. panel of yeah. Sanji standing on the table and while it's they're really good. <laughs> like, it's so. Oh my god, it's like I don't have to save you. I'm choosing to save you, and it's not for any mm-hmm. you know goodness of your own. He's so powerful in this oh, moment. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, awesome. this is this is Tommy emerging as the White Ranger <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the last minute. You know what I mean? I don't, but I love it. <laughs> I have two comments that have nothing to do with anything. One, Nami's rocking that dress. Good for her. And mm-hmm. then two... Ah, oh, crap. We're gonna have to come back to me. Sorry. Okay. Capone, Vito, and Gotti take up position in front of Big Mom, aiming their rocket launchers at her, as Big Mom begins to slip into memory. Before we slip See into in Big, hell, Mom, Big Mom, I just Mom. want to give quick credit to Reiju, like, a bit before Sanji stands on the table being all cool. Reiju has a quick moment of, like, because Sanji believes in her and the rest of the Vinsmokes believes they're worth saving, like she says, like, I feel like this is redemption for me. Like, there's mm. something worth saving in my life. And there's just something so powerful in, like, believing that you're not worth saving, but because someone else believes in you, you think, like, well, okay, I can trust in this person that I think is... Mm-hmm. And because I think this person is worth saving and they think I'm worth saving, I guess... <laughs> The I'll math checks what, out. Yeah. Well, and we mm-hmm. know that um, inherited will is a big thing in One Piece, and so I feel like the the Vin Smokes 
represent one bloodline or one will that could be passed on, and Sanji's the opposite, and she's like, oh, I'm Team Fire, not Team Dark Age or whatever. <laughs> I remembered what I was going to say. Yeah. So we know that Devil Fruits are, like, you know, weirdly situational sometimes, much like Stand Powers. Could you imagine if you had... um Rosinante's silence fruit while mommy was doing her her shouting it'd be the perfect counter it'd Whoa. be pretty useful <laughs> yeah big mom thinks mother hey listen mother nobody will hear me out hey mother where did you go why did you just up and vanish and we flash back <laughs> in hindsight this is so sad I know <laughs> mother <laughs> tell your children not to look my way God. Yeah, for this I, I have a lot to say, but I'll save it toward after we complete the the entire flashback. So Boy. obviously going. she went to the moon. She's hanging out with Enel. Like, how does mm. no one see this? We flash back sixty three years ago to an island in the New World 63. called Elbaf. <gasps> what in the fuck? Where'd you get to see Elbaf? Holy shit. And and the amount that I screamed when this chapter first came out and ended <laughs> this way. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, that is a criminal. We know this. So It's not just Elbaf. It's Elbaf with ellipses at Elbaf. the end. Elbaf. Elbaf. <laughs> uh, Charlotte Linlin, allegedly a human, dwarfed her parents even at age five. Oh my god, she's so cute. <laughs> I love yeah, her it's, with it's, her little sharp teeth and her little sharp nose yeah. and her spooky it, eyes. It's small, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the Oda box explicitly telling us she's a human being. Human. <laughs> Don't get age. it twisted. Oh my yeah, God. I'm trying. I didn't, I, I didn't I internalize can't. age five. Five is so young. I can't yeah. figure out how seriously we're supposed to take this. <laughs> it's... Mm. it's it's that um that gif of the anchor man just just being like, I don't believe you. <laughs> I mean, listen, we've talked about minks and fishmen. Maybe they've got like some giant in their lineage. Uh, Tyler, permission to? Well, no, never mind. I'm just gonna save that for a later episode of the podcast. Is it an X okay. mark? Don't you? No, no, no. <laughs> it's just something about Linlin that I don't think they've said explicitly. That's kind of interesting. But again, I'll just save it for later. Okay. There is a a fun detail here. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it means anything, but I like that that Linlin's mom resembles uh, Lola. Yes, yeah, I yes. noticed that too. She looks like, yeah. and her oh. dad like similar hair. Like we don't see him much, but he oh, reminds me right. a bit of Pound. The one mm. of the dudes on the ship kind of reminds me of a uh, Treble, honestly. Ooh, the one in the oh, white yeah, hat he's got that hunch. Away from yeah, the dude with the beard. Oh, uh, I should have, I, I think I mentioned it later, but I should have also pointed out, uh, did anybody notice anything interesting about that initial uh, panel of Elbaf that we got in the last chapter? Uh, let me hit the back button on the webpage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know, man, it's got mountains. What else does it have? Ocean. <laughs> a giant tree. Is that a Wait, that looks what? like a giant fucking tree on that island. Oh man, it's all in a shadow on the side. Is, what does that mean? I can't. Does it make it show? It looks like if 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 I'm understanding the perspective correctly, yeah, it is larger than the mountains Would... by a factor of like twenty. Yeah. So we've got we've got the Adam tree, mm-hmm. the jewel tree, and then we've got what was the other tree above Fishman Island? Was that Eve. the Eve? The, it was Eve, Eve something, yeah. yeah. So is, yeah. does that make this like it's, the Lilith? It's the, 
the treasure tree Adam and the sun things. tree Eve. <laughs> it could be it put, it could be an Yggdrasil or it could be like a Jack and the Beanstalk situation. I think yeah. it is oh, Adam. Let's see. Is it an Yggdrasil? Yeah, the, the simplest the simplest answer is that it's Adam. Because remember what we learned about where Adam was. I do not In remember. a war-torn nation? Yeah. Is Elbaf a war-torn nation? Hmm. It's a nation of warriors who yeah. are constantly battling for hundreds of years. Well, that doesn't mean the nation is torn. <laughs> sure. But it doesn't mean it's not like, torn. Like, it doesn't mean it's not that torn. Doesn't, I don't know. Like, when I think of Vikings, I think, like, they go out and tear war in other places, but then they go home and they've got, like, hot Viking wives and they just make soup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're they're bizarrely civilized. Also, like, I mean, God only knows if Frankie actually knew anything about Elbaf. Well, yeah. <laughs> or, whoever, or, or whoever it is told us that. There's like some cr- random criminal in Water 7. So uh, so anyway, Lin Lin at age five, she was a very large girl and monstrously strong, and her parents had to leave her behind on Elbaf because she had been exiled from their home for causing immense damage. Hmm. Snackalism. Based on what we see later. Oh, I believe is it. she why snackalism mm-hmm. is a crime? Because she knows like, oh man, people don't like it when you eat all their houses. <laughs> I guess it's a crime. Oh my god, that kind of makes sense. (laughs) Uh, The narrator reads, As for Elbaf, the giant warriors terrorized the world over a hundred years in the past. But when the two captains of the giant pirates suddenly vanished, they passed into legend. After that, several of the remaining members, careless after the loss of their leaders, wound up captured by the navy and sentenced to death. Until the appearance of a wandering holy woman... Her name was Sister Carmel. I, I'm I thought so... she was a mom, though. Well, not, I mean, <laughs> Sister to some one is not brothers. always a mom. I like that giant pirate's Jolly Roger. Mm. It's got some big Wait, horns. Yes. I'm raising my eyebrow with future knowledge. Not <laughs> oh, enough geez. to know anything, but enough to raise my eyebrow. Oh boy! Hey, seen an silly, image or two. silly Theo. The uh, we know that uh, Ors had horns. That's just that's his pirate crew, and we've already giant met pirates. Ors from yeah, Thriller Bark. Clearly, no. Dorian he doesn't own the patent on <laughs> Dorian Groggy are the captains. <laughs> they don't got horns like that. They're uh, something I can horns. Something I can add here. This is this is hot off the presses, and so this is <laughs> this is it's just kind of like crazy that no one had caught this until like. I, in my opinion, I, I don't think anyone had caught this until this week, and it might play a different role knowing this now, but when Oda transports us to different locations, right, even in this instance, he tells us we're in Elbaf, right? Mm-hmm. You think back, like, every single time, it, like, the best point of view would be, like, uh, after Marineford, before the time skip, like, we jumped to so many different islands. Every single time, he told us where we were. He named the island. Or if we didn't know the island, he just said it was a random island. If we didn't need to know, he'd be like, oh, random place in the East Blue or... Mm-hmm. Certain place. But yeah. in this instance... A certain island on the Grand Line. In this instance, we transport to a place where the giants are being executed. And he doesn't tell us where it is. He does huh. not name this place. And it, mm-hmm. let me, it doesn't oh, make yeah. sense that... Like you see a bunch of people, is this can't be Elbaf? Why would they execute? It cannot be Elbaf. Elbaf. Why would they execute giants on their own land? That's kind of crazy, uh, first of all. But then you know, it's like, huh? We don't name this place. This is that's a first, and you know, yeah. yeah. And we've seen you could guess Elbaf that it's marine or something. Don't but... look the same. Uh, yeah. 
Or maybe Mary Jo? Yeah, I don't know. That is an interesting call out. Do with it's what it's hard to say if it's a place that we have seen because it this would have been like hundreds of years ago. Uh huh. Mm. Uh huh. Or not? No, never mind. Not that long ago. But still, no, no. It, it would be that long ago. It would be that long ago because uh, what we find out here, right? Uh, Big Mom is well, this age is... five. Age five, right? And so in uh-huh. in con- uh, well, you know, you well, have this to is read long a before. Further. This is long before Big Mom was age. Five. Yes, oh, exactly. Years. Oh, true, She's true. age when... 80 when Big Mom is 5, so by the time Big uh, Mother Caramel is Sister Caramel and looks like this, <laughs> yeah. uh, that you know that's a considerable amount of time before that, yeah. right? Yeah. The world oh, would be a little man. bit different. But how long ago did Dorian Broggy get on that island? Because I know uh, they that were That was 100 years ago. Yeah, they were pirating 200 years ago. So that was 100 right. years and ago. Right, and then just to, since we're talking about timeline, at the end of this flashback, uh, you know, just to add it, she says she's been in the business for 50 uh, 50 years right so God. you can imagine that uh, if you tie the beginning and end of the flashback together this is probably 50 years prior to Big Mom being 5 Big Mom is 63 so this is 110-ish years 100 years prior to our story. <laughs> I can't wait to be caught up so I can just make so look at a timeline I just want to grab I, no, I, don't, I don't think I am, that will clarify this. yeah I'm not convinced it will help all that much <laughs> but it'll give me the illusion but of clarity there's a creator who <laughs> has a world timeline for One Piece and I, I think I, I put out a theory that might have corrected one thing but your brain will hurt when you see it when you see that timeline all the information oh, oh no it's 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 the difference in clarity of being like really up close to a very detailed painting <laughs> versus being able to like take a few steps back and look at the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just like that guy in the new bad Indiana Jones movie with the crystal skull that's like I'm gonna <laughs> see everything and then his brain explodes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, speaking of taking a couple steps back, um, I want to flip back to the first page of this chapter again because there's another want- detail that I would be remiss if I did not point out. Oh, you want to roll no. back the rock. Is it the walrus? And turn back the clock? No, it's before the walrus. Uh, it's oh. that very first panel of the chapter that we see the establishing shot of the island again. Um, there's weird Wait. strands of something coming from the sky. Oh, whoa. I thought that was just where? like a solar flare. <laughs> Wait, where? <laughs> Um, like the very first panel of the chapter. <laughs> Auto corrected solar flares there. Is that like? Uh, is this like a? I'm not gonna lie. I actually it, thought that was like a an inking like stain, like a mistake. Right. Is that it, like a it Brock looks like a Inspector situation. When, when it when it's saying like this is the island home of the warriors of Elbath. Yes. Yes. There's strands that are behind the clouds. There's and like and sketch marks. To add on to it, the next panel on the right side, you see it. Again. Oh, and you see it again there. behind Big Mom. What is happening? Oh, and, and yeah. wait a second. And those also appear oh, in the anime, mm-hmm. so they are yeah, intentional. Feature, feature. <sighs> I know. Pick me. Oh no! What are you doing? That's um, There's space elevators. That's Zunesh's legs. <laughs> it's a real yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. Just what I was just about do? to ask: Are they moving in the anime? Uh, I don't think so. No. Oh god. They're they're not that. They're they're too big for. Uh, but we do see them most times that we get, like, a closer-up look of the island. Huh. huh. <laughs> Man, what is One Piece uh, about? Yeah. <laughs> Pirates. Yeah. Uh, Carmel oh. demanded the giant's freedom, saying that heaven sought a peaceful understanding. And a sudden storm rolled in while she spoke, 
though a single ray of sunshine shone down on her. She called out to the navy, forgive their crimes. I will show you the way. I can guide you to a brighter world where all peoples join hands and laugh together. Hmm. What a wonderful woman. Mm. Man, I was suspicious, and later my suspicions were confirmed beyond my expectations. Oh, boy. Uh, The narrator continues, In time, she became Mother Carmel, and she founded an orphanage named House of Lambs that took in children without anywhere else to go, regardless of their status or race. The name of her orphanage may or may not have been the catalyst of my suspicions, having played Cult of the Lamb. (laughs) (laughs) where do you lead lambs the slaughter Mm. (sighs) nowhere in particular so Uh, one i love this one just one last thing i love this other this one last look at far out look at the island he hides the tree behind a fucking narrator box Mm, here on elbaf absolutely (laughs) wait where here on elbaf Oh, oh, yep, On, there it is. Boy, oh, you what? Son, you sneaky you little You can stand. definitely tell that there are branches there, though, if you're looking. No, yeah, that's yeah, a, there's yeah. branches. <laughs> and, just, and just the fact that it's there at all. Like, right. yeah, there is obviously like, something there. Right. It's kind of like the way when Chopper was introduced, the way he hid backwards, like around the corner of a wall. <laughs> stick out his entire body. It's like, yes, Oda, you're hiding that massive tree behind this text box. Yeah, Oda says, don't look at this. But also, here, let me put this text box so you look directly at it. Don't look at it, but also look at it. What are you going to say, Joel? clever. Oh, yeah, so on that same page, the big spread with Carmel and Mm -hmm. uh, the children, the the kids, like, directly around her legs, there's one who's wearing kind of like a hoodie that looks like it has panda ears, and it it reminds me very much so of the woman we pointed (gasps) out at the wedding who had, like, the stitch marks who skinned Panda Man alive, potentially. And then the kid with the black crown, there's another kid in Big Mom's crew who's young in present time, who I believe has the same crown, which is very interesting. That's huh. wild, given what yeah. happens. And the little kid with the sunglasses, the mohawk, and the fish lips <laughs> reminds me a lot of the the oh one of the underground uh, emperor maybe? guy with the uh, with mm. oh who also has the fish lips and the, the mm. cigar and shit. Mm. I'm drawing a blank on. They his say name. history runs in cycles, so maybe this is just a time travel story now. Or where maybe it's just a trauma repetition. Magic. Time powers. <laughs> I mean, I was about when I first got to this page. I was even. I even would have been so far as to say the guy with the the gas mask is probably the Undertaker, dude. Oh yeah, maybe. That's just a curatoriana. Oh shows yeah, but he, well, he doesn't have the little pinky hands. The narrator continues here on Elbaf, the homeland of giants. She served as a diplomatic bridge to unite humanity and its larger cousin. 37 years later, at the House of Lambs, there was a prince chased out of his country after civil unrest, impoverished children who nearly fell into slavery, problem children whose parents couldn't manage them. All of them lived in a giant village where their pasts couldn't bother them. But most importantly of all, for a girl who always was bigger than everyone else, the land of Elbaf offered people, homes, and sites of her own size for the first time. It was a comforting place for her, Representation matters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to read Linlin and Carmel on the next two pages. I'm always ready to do something. I could be Carmel. Okay. Jason, do you want to do a young Big Mom? 
a young I saw big a small mom. Little daughter. Um, yeah. Small little mom. daughter. Small? No, that doesn't work. Nope. 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 Too far. Isn't that a Pokemon? Do my best. <laughs> Probably, yeah. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Wow. Why? What's the matter, Lin Lin? Oh, listen, Mother. The bear and the wolf were fighting in the woods. And I wanted them to be friends because fighting is bad. So I put them in the same cage yesterday. And then the bear ate Mr. Wolf. It was very naughty, so I smacked him. I think Mr. Bear is very sorry now, dear. How many uh, times did you hit him? Just once. Instant death. So you wanted them to be friends. You're such a sweet, kind girl, Linlin. I did. Yeah. For the first time in her life, someone understood her. <laughs> uh, around Elbaf, we see some familiar faces, like Oimo and Kashi. Oimo and Kashi! And even a little Hyroden, training oh, to revive the giant pirate crew. Oh. Yeah. Another infamous problem child. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the giants. There's, a, mm-hmm. there's a, one of the little uh, houses or huts, whatever you want to call them, has a, a very merry looking symbol on it. Yeah, I was going to point this out. Where? Looks exactly like Mary's face and oh, the original whoa. Marys. Yeah! What? What does that mean? What? I don't if know, it, but it feels it, intentional. If anything, like, the, vi- the visual is so clear. It can't possibly just be, like, a, a shout-out. random out, figurehead. Like, Maybe it would have just yeah. felt like drawing well, a Mary. I assumed it's because it's, like, the Lamb's Orphanage or right. something, right? Yeah, but it's, it's exact. I mean, lambs look like lambs. <laughs> like, Lambs are a known quantity. Yes. Even the line weight for that building is different from the other ones. Well, that's so you'll look at it. Mm. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Uh, some of the giants explained to Linlin that before the winter solstice, everyone on Elbaf has a 12-day fast. Linlin wasn't really excited to hear that. Uh, <laughs> mm. Me neither, sister. But mm-hmm. she was happy to know that there would be a feast after the 12 days. The chiefs of Elbaf were the two oldest warriors in the world and former giant pirate captains before Dorian Bragi. Oh, they're so They cool. fucking rule. They're so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Look at these fucking Beard fallen Beard Hill. <laughs> Look at my these qu- fucking Rankin Bass Hobbit motherfuckers. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. mm-hmm. My quotes were my quote was almost one of these two's laughs. The oldest warriors in the world, heroes of the giants. This is crazy. <laughs> like it I didn't think like we already had, you know, all the way back when we first saw Whitebeard, just that fucking box, strongest man in the world. Uh-huh. And I didn't think something could keep hitting. <laughs> and now we have this. <laughs> Uh, They came to call the children at the House of Lambs to join them in eating semla, a delicious and nutritious treat before the fast began. And the more that Linlin heard about semla, the more she wanted to taste it. I gotta be real with you guys. This is me learning about Kakigori. (laughs) I I immediately looked up semla. Yeah? Because this manga made me think. (laughs) Oh, it's real. It's real. You can make you some semla right now. Is it nutritious, though? <laughs> I mean, um, it's a yeah, pastry. That's 
question. It's probably good for building up fat before like winter. True. I suppose. Yeah, it looks like a really yeah, nice Yeah, it looks really puff. tasty. Uh-huh. It's got marzipan. I want some. Oh, of uh, the instant. Man, of oh, fucking right course now. it's a Shrove <laughs> Tuesday food, because it's, uh, it's associated with Lent. <laughs> Aha. Uh, the instant that she tried it, she became delirious with joy, dizzily shoveling the treat into her mouth until some giants had to physically restrain her so that they'd still have enough for everyone else. Honey. <laughs> Safe to say she liked it. Mm. <laughs> which like this is so interesting Yucky. being introduced like which I haven't thought about what you said about Sanji way back in the past part vision about like emotions and being overcome with emotions and, and having to like mm. turn to stone to come back to yourself <laughs> and so it's interesting seeing this introduced about like someone being too much and too overcome with desire and and sensation mm-hmm. In, in a part of that, like, uh, the concept that I was talking about there, uh, the Rene Descartes thing, it's the, the mastery is the important part. The mastery is overcoming it. That, and that seems to be the, the, the end point for a lot of these things, right? The, the desires, whether it be the lust that Sanji has or the gluttony that Big Mom has. Like, it's interesting to wonder what would come of it if either both of them mastered, you know, their... their you know, uncontrollable desires, and so mm-hmm. to say. Can you have too much joy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Can you get addicted to joy? The fasting began, and Linlin did not take it very well at all. Uh, Mother Carmel <laughs> tried to explain to her that the harder this fast is, the deeper our gratitude to the sun. Man, now I can't stop I thinking the... about that this hmm. is Lent and like, man, we're back to the Christian imagery. Linlin truly loved Mother Carmel and tried to stick it out for her during the fast. But by day seven, disaster struck. She set fire to the village with her desire. Oh God, is this house with the mm-hmm. skull on it the remains of the Mary house? <laughs> I don't think so, but that's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the Mary House is further back. Maybe. Her uh, passion mother- set the place on fire. I wonder who else has passion that leads the fire. Mm. Oh no. Sanji! No! <laughs> God damn it! Did not ex did not expect to be comparing Big Mom to Sanji. <laughs> I thought the villains were supposed to mirror Luffy. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Mother Carmel was called to the village where she found dead giants and an inferno in Linlin's wake. And I would like to read for Linlin, Carmel, Joral, and Miscellaneous. Ooh, can I do Joral? Sure. <sighs> okay. For Rufus Salt, Rufus Salt, Rufus Salt. <laughs> I want my Simlin. I want it now. <laughs> no, no I Daddy. Want <laughs> I want some love. What have you done, Linlin? Bring me more some love. Some love. destroyed the village of Elbel. It's a nightmare. <laughs> You've made a terrible mistake, Linlin. You do not have the right to thank the sun. Even a child can only be forgiven for so much. Chief Jural. I'm sorry, Caramel. She only looks like a child. On the inside. Please, Chief Jural, no! She is a god of disaster! Sam. <laughs> that 
was perfect. God. <laughs> Amazing. And the Oscar goes to. <laughs> it goes to Sir Ian McKellen, because that's who I was impersonating. <laughs> I feel like the God of Disaster thing hit harder than the actual dub sub. In the, mm. every version of it. That was beautiful, and the semla was spot on. <laughs> the first one had a hint of like constipation in there, but that last one, that one was perfect. Listen, I, 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 own, I I'm very method. I saw, I looked up what semla looked like on Wikipedia, uh-huh. and I just, I just channeled that feeling. I felt. You just want some semla. I gotta say, too, as a week-to-week reader, right, you have this this woman who takes in all of these children, and she's giving them a place to belong, and she's kind of scared of Big Mom, but also wants Big Mom to be happy. And then you get to the next chapter, a week later, maybe it was two weeks, um, and you find out, oh, she's not doing it out of pure motivation. She's doing it because that's an investment. Chief Jorl, <laughs> no, please, I won't get the deposit back if you hurt her. Yeah, I won't get the deposit back on my yeah. on my foundling. Well, I I think it's also interesting because we don't necessarily we we know what her full intentions were, right? But yeah. the value of her increased because of this situation, yep. right? Because she did, mm. she said like I witnessed mm-hmm. this girl take down a giant like a village of giants, right? Had Big Mom right. not done that, maybe she would have asked for a lower lower price, right? Like <laughs> oh, she one shot a bear. That's how strong she is. <laughs> versus mm. she's like no cheap Joral, don't do it and then she's watching like damn he she actually just wiped his ass and like <laughs> damn, I got out charge more we're here we could take man that was a that was a stomp news. no diff <laughs> yeah it's the whew, mother caramel uh Joral tried to bring his sword down on linlin but she smashed the sword in half and then grabbed him by the beard and flipped him onto his head, leaving him instantly concussed. Fuck that perfect parry of just the sword. God, it's giving me it's giving me waitress catching the yeah. bear the house energy. <laughs> just woof. the the part of um, me that wants to do like theory videos and stuff. It's so interesting because you see Big Mom in present time, and you're like, okay, maybe she grew into her powers. No, at five she was this strong. She was already unbreakable, basically. <laughs> mm-hmm. She is literally built different. <laughs> yeah. She is truly. She must be Australian. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to make that joke at the beginning, but then I felt like maybe it was a little rude. <laughs> uh, Carmel scrambled to get the girl under control, begging the giants to fetch the semla being stored for the solstice festival. She then used the soul soul fruit to give the flames in the village form and a face, shouting, I will give you a voice. Heed my command. But Tyler, only one person can have a double fruit at a time. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Let's just ignore it now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's probably fine. It's a good thing that it's a good thing that that loose end ties itself up at the end of the chapter. <laughs> that's one word for what happens. You don't, you don't even get the time to theorize on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. That is good. Yeah, you're right. Damn, loose uh, end being tied is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> She bound the flame into a happy little sun homie, whom she named Pandora. That's not his name these days. <laughs> if it's the same one. Right. I was wondering, yeah. Oh my god, could you imagine if she had like ten sons that all rotated around her? That's the card art on the gotcha. Uh, Oda, Oda keeps <laughs> rotating through different genres of Dark Souls boss. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting that she calls it Pandora. Mm-hmm. Considering yeah. 
Pandora was the was the the unified nation basically, that's, and that's that's Big Mom's dream. You mean Pangea? You mean Shandora. Oh, I thought hmm? you meant Shandora. Pangea was the unified continent, right? And Pandora oh, right. was the box yeah. of everything inside, including right. Pandora was the box oh. of evil. Well, that's right? interesting for a different reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to be and paramedia, that's a type of fruit in, in the One Piece world. <laughs> oh, Captain Ray is going to love this bit. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, I really like the fact that we have a sun god being mentioned. I, I know you said that gods has been an X mark in the past, but yeah. and, and specifically And specifically the sun god. Yeah, we heard about the sun god in, right. uh, in Shandora in Nolan's flashback. Oh, yes. thank you for reminding me. I forgot that's when it was first kind of mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Linlin was given Semla, and after eating her fill, she promptly passed out. The giants claimed that Mother Carmel had worked a miracle, but she corrected them. It was not me. It was the sun god who, cl- who calmed the disaster. Also keep in mind, uh, just last chapter, they called Baby Linlin, Baby Big Mom, a <laughs> god of disaster. And, and what strikes mm-hmm. me with interest with that is this isn't just like it's not big news morgans which you know i'm not <laughs> doubting him the this is a 345 year old giant like this guy <laughs> is actually technically could be concurrent with nolan like nolan right <laughs> at, at that timeline right mm. it, it's interesting because this if we're talking about information of the world these guys, they knew it, and Big Mom just wiped them off the face of the planet, so... Mm, God. This is three mentions of gods in this volume, also. A lot of god uh, mentions. Wow. Yeah, don't Did doubt we, the old guys. They we know. got the sun god, we got the disaster god, and we got the god of fortune. Mm. Boy, a lot Ooh. of... Yeah, a lot of god stuff. One thing, too, that is interesting, you know, a lot of people... What does the D stand for? And there's been a lot of different theories, but I really like the fact that the thing that stopped the disaster, what letter does disaster start with, what start with was the sun god. Very interesting. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Although if it was Luffy disaster, a monkey disaster <laughs> Luffy, I think people would think something different about him a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs> he, he is a bit of a disaster. Chief Beardhill tried to execute the sleeping Linlin on the spot, but Mother Carmel begged for mercy. She, she's Goku telling Krillin not to kill Vegeta. <laughs> I want to fight him later. <laughs> Beardhill <laughs> Beard said, You would stop me, Carmel? Joral has been my battle companion for 300 years, but at his age, he will not survive his wounds. A warrior is not defined by his years, but how he dies. This is an unforgivable crime. Even still, Carmel begged for pity, promising to take Linlin and leave Elbaf forever. And Beard Hill relented, banishing the House of Lambs from Elbath. Also, a little the shape. Quick, the quick note you is that Harjoin uh, was like, "You have to kill Linlin." We mm-hmm. know that both of them are currently still alive in the present time, so that would be an interesting reunion to have. I'd love to see them meet. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah, I, I love. I just love the silhouette of um, of Joral when he's turning around. <laughs> you can't really see anything but his giant fucking beard and his giant fucking cape. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> with little horns peeking out. And the the beard even looks like he's like almost made of clouds or mist or something. Yeah, yeah, just floating away. He's, he's a fun shape. Uh, the narrator reads: the giant hero Joral died, and between the devastation of Linlin and Carmel's miracle, 
the events of that fateful day spread far and wide through the few settlements of giants around the world. With the House of Lamb's children, who couldn't stand to be separated from her, and the giant's new sworn enemy Charlotte Linlin in tow, Mother Carmel left the shores of Elbaf. They started their lives over at a new House of Lamb's. Carmel's smile grew even warmer after that, as she strived to set the worried children at ease. Within just a few days, things were as they used to be, and the House of Lambs rocked with the laughter of children again. To the rest of the world, the House of Lambs was a place where the pious mother would miraculously reform problem children until they were ready for a good home. Boy, and... But what does reform mean? (laughs) What does ready for a good home mean? Well, we learn in the next page what that means to Mother Carmel. And this is where the plot for Promised Neverland comes from. (laughs) (laughs) Spoilers for Promised Neverland. (laughs) Joel, do you want to read Carmel still? Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Who would like to be the CP0 officer? I can do it. Do it. Sure. I never thought you'd leave Elbath, though. I had to. I didn't want to give the girl up. Just consider it. At five years old, she had the talent to lay a village of Elbath half to waste. But this asking price... Surely it's not beyond your means. As a sailor, she could be an admiral, even fleet admiral. In Cypher Pole, she'd be the greatest shield the Celestial Dragons could ever want. I've been in the kid-selling business for 50 years, and she's the finest product I've ever had. Remember, after the Navy and I arranged that little stunt 37 years ago, I took root in Elbaf and produced the first ever giant recruit for the Navy, John Giant. And that was all thanks to me. I run the House of the Lambs nice and tidy, and little do the kids know. Every other year, I sell the liveliest orphans to the government. Orphans make good spies, right? No family history, no strings attached. All right, all right, I'll get your money. Of course you will. It ain't easy playing a holy mother. And I'm getting out of the biz after this one. It's my last big score, and you're going to pay up. One last big job. <laughs> getting too old. She should have been Three a days wag. from retirement. She should have known. Man, that's you got big smart. score, big mom, big news. You got a lot of big things going on. This makes me think of Next the smart. flashback to Natural Gigantification Origin Island. Like, where where did they all yeah. come from? I mean, we know, um, oh, what's his name? Lion Guy with the life return. He, he's got a mom. She's fine. Mm-hmm. But like everybody else. Kumadori. Like, where where did... Um, um, well, that's one of the greatest reveals in the piece. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I can't remember... Uh, I thought it was an SBS, but it might have been in the text itself, but, like, I think they explicitly say, like, Kaku and Luchi were, like, trained and, like, beaten until they didn't have emotions anymore, so this could absolutely be part of Mother Caramel's operation. Yeah, Luchi, like, yeah. was Luchi one of the House of Lambs kids? So, timeline-wise, it wouldn't, but I'll, I'll discuss that in a little bit, but here's <laughs> the other thing is, yeah, you're in, in a cover story, we do find out where they were, uh, for for the CP9 agents, um, and I I don't m- remember which where the cover stories are though I remember chapters I don't remember cover stories but yeah the orphans make good spies that is Lucci's backstory where it's like mm-hmm. he was an orphan and yeah. that was his perfect reason for him to be a good spy right well I mean so. I can't imagine Mother Carmel would be the only person in this business no she's just the best 
<laughs> She's the one who makes the big Best berry. In the biz. Uh, I love she... this new introduction box of her orphan seller, Mother Carmel, codename Mountain Hag. God. Mm. <laughs> That's such an unnecessary detail. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that uh, Oda was even kind of. We didn't have Mother Caramel in the story for very long before we got this reveal but the fact that she's associated with big mom and the fact that she's a priestess or nun sorry I keep getting it mixed up who <laughs> smokes like that's kind of already giving the game away she's not quite <laughs> what she seems mm-hmm. yeah she has like a weird vibe to her well when she was first introduced and shown smoking it reminded me of uh nami's mom. bellamare mm. and she's cool and great and mm-hmm. we love her <laughs> so I was just like, oh, she's just kind of like rough around the edges. That's fine. Sure, yeah. yeah. This is the one. Yeah, I would say she's know. rough around the edges. She's authentic. <laughs> yeah, she's got anxiety. It's interesting. It's interesting to me that Big Mom kind of ends up building um, pudding into a similar role that Mother Karma has. Mm. <laughs> Unknowingly, even. Yeah. Sure. Uh, one other really quick note. I believe she said something about like that stunt 37 years ago, and that's when yeah. we got Pirate John. I just love the fact that that and Big Mom being 63 means that that was like roughly almost exactly 100 years ago. That's just mm-hmm. as a number guy, I like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, like, I appreciate the name drop for John Giant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't surprise me if at the end of the series we get the timeline and it was like, oh yeah, everything's broken into centuries. So nine centuries ago was Void Century. <laughs> and then after that was the age of... I don't know, grass or whatever. And then there was the age of giants, and that was that was 200 to 100 years ago would be my guess. He technically already sort of has that. Uh, when In Nolan's flashback, we got the age of uh, Kai Seki or something like that. C Kai and Reki? Yeah, Kai mm. and Reki, something like that. So C and Ten Reki. And then, yeah, before that was the age of heaven. So, mm. yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if you are right on that. Uh, the children at the orphanage always wanted to sing Binks' Sake and, ins- and aspired to be pirates when they grew up. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> uh, when Lin-Lin's sixth birthday rolled around, the children all worked together to make her a special oh, treat. She's six. A croquembouche made of semla. She's only six. She's only <laughs> six. All of that was only a year. <laughs> all this shit happened in a Joker year. Joker already told us all it takes is one bad day, okay? That's, <laughs> that's what LBF was, was one bad day for Lin-Lin. Mm-hmm. Uh, overjoyed, Linlin began eating, and eating, and eating, faster and faster, shoveling Semla into Sis, her mouth. She ate. I even chewed a bit at the table. <laughs> she says. She, she truly says, left Yippee. no crumbs. Her friends and mothers cheered and laughed until they eventually turned into screams. The narrator reads, One day, Mother Carmel simply vanished. And it happened on the very best birthday that Linlin ever had. She was with her friends at the House of Lambs, kids who'd been through the same hardships, and her beloved Mother Carmel, surrounded by all those smiles and eating her delicious sweet birthday cake, Linlin found that she couldn't stop crying. What a wonderful day it was. She couldn't even see through her tears. What a truly wonderful birthday. Linlin finished her treat and looked around to find that All of her friends were nowhere to be seen. Just bits of table that she chewed on and scraps of clothing. And once more, the narrator reads, One day, Mother Carmel simply vanished. (gasps) Holy fuck. I wondered, like, did did she... 
And then later it was confirmed, like, oh, she did. She did. She did. <laughs> she fucking ate them. One Piece, a show for kids. It's about pirates and nothing else. Yeah, I love it. Pirates. Oda is so adamant that this is a manga for young boys. And, but also, like, how, how does he know about, like, young woman's fear about, like, being too much and eating too much and loving too much and feeling too much and being... Right. Just all of these things of too much I... and too many feelings and alienating everyone around you and eating everyone around you. Like, what? While, <laughs> while also, simultaneously, he, he's effectively created a German mm-hmm. fairy tale. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. This is folklore as fuck. And oh, this is God. incredibly folklore. I, and and, and so... I say that as someone who has done a folklore podcast <laughs> since 2015. A bit of an authority on the issue. <laughs> Hundreds of hours. I, I did. Uh, I had friends who were like, "Oh, do you want to hang out, uh, do dinner Friday or Saturday or Sunday this weekend?" And I was like, "Well, I can't do Saturday. I have to." And there are people who don't watch anime, so I was like, "I have to discuss a story in which a young girl eats her adopted family." And they're like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> That's how I spend my Saturdays. Uh, I so you know this Goya painting is a little different from how I remember. <laughs> So, it, it takes me a minute to process how brilliant this is. Yeah. <laughs> and then we go back and we look at, at Whole Cake Island and Big Mom's Empire. She is a little girl who never had to grow yep. up. Mm-hmm. And she built an empire of candy and dreams where no one would ever get to tell her she had to stop eating. No one could ever tell her no ever again. I get the impression she's killed anyone who's tried to put her to bed at a certain time. Like, if they're like, yeah. it's, it's and, past ten, you should go to sleep, just bam, and, they're dead. And it, and we were already seeing on a, in a bunch of different places how, like, like I mean, you know, Lin Lin is no slouch, but it seems she's like... She's very cunning. She's very cunning. But in a lot of ways, the Empire is really run by her oldest children. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's really... She does put a lot on them. Really depends on people like <laughs> The Smoothie connection to Encanto and... deepens. Yeah, <laughs> it seems like she really depends on people like Smoothie and Mondor and um, Katakuri. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they are probably more mature than she is mm-hmm. probably. in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I think what's also, uh, you know, the next chapter fills in some more details that we already talked about but another important thing is we see yet another individual strawson who ends up essentially you know the community use doesn't have kind words for what he essentially did with big mom but Mm -hmm. he you know (laughs) is kind of another person who'd want to manipulate it right one way or the other mother caramel or strawson would have led her down a bad path and or or you know a, a path with ulterior motives and you almost think about what you just said about the kids when you think about the kids aspect of it and how we were introduced to big mom here like earlier on and how like uncontrollable she is especially in regards to her kids her kids almost have like her best interest whereas the people that she ended up following for what we see of her life did not right and we don't know strawson's exact you know motives uh, by this point, but he, you can tell he's taking advantage of, of something similarly with yeah. Mother Caramel. And, it, it, you know, it, 
it goes to like the mentorship aspect right luffy had aurelia and shanks and it's like you know big mom had this and mother caramel and you almost yeah. question what if she had a shanks what if she had a jimbei what if she had a a, a different person that sh- her life mm-hmm. landed her uh, in and when you yeah. go back to the very beginning of the story of, of her story it's just her parents were trying to do the best right they were actually trying to they couldn't do anything um yeah. that lent, like that that strife of adoption right like or, or giving your child up for adoption that also comes into play here and then you want to hope that your child's being put in the best place and then boom it, 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 that's like again one of the parents biggest fears and then you get a situation with big mom and Though, though, she's... and of course, it's all the fucking world government's fault. <laughs> yes, <laughs> of in the end. It is. Like, it can you imagine? Like, I don't, I don't know how much of what actually happened. Like, how I don't know if you know Cypherpole really understands the full story. But it's like, I wonder if they recognize that one of the biggest problems they have, like they are responsible for creating, like mm. directly. And I, I want to jump amazing. off of that because th- mm. since we completed the the, the backstory, it's funny that you said where... one of Dave. Mm. <laughs> well. I want you to keep that in oh, mind. No. Yeah, Just definitely keep that in mind. Um, so I like Ooh. as quickly as I can. I want to share a bunch of different things that like I came to realize about this backstory that could amplify it. Um, for one. Uh, let's start at the beginning. You know, like it was very noted. It was noted heavily that Big Mom was super big. She was even on an island of giants. She was noted to be like a, a considerable size and strength, right? Mm-hmm. To the point where she can overpower giants. And this was a long time ago. But d- is there a child that you can think of, especially in time skip? You know, maybe at the beginning, uh, where there they were giant and uncontrollable. A group of children that are giant and uncontrollable. Oh, the, uh, at the at the Punk Hazard. Right, and so what we found out on Punk Hazard through law, he said this in two separate lines. Punk Hazard existed for for as long as the world government has done research, and on top of that, he added that uh, right around the chapter where he's creating an alliance with Luffy, he explains to Robin. He says, um, "I think Robin and Chopper ask him like, why would they want to gigantify kids?" Law says that. The world government has been researching gigantification for centuries. It's not just God, Caesar and Vegapunk. No, and so no. when you look she, at Mocha, she is human. When you look at Mocha specifically, yes, a human child. Mocha was the girl who overpowered like all of the things and and came to a point where she took in all of the drugs, right? And mm-hmm. she came out, you know, uh, this sort is, of this fine is, or whatever, right? This is act. Actually, frankly extremely straightforward and, and so if you think <laughs> like about it yeah if they were doing research on gigantification and big mom is supposed to be a human child it could easily be we see her at five but what happened before those kids were received earlier than five they got yeah. turned giant mm. the well, two yeah, things happened that, during four three two and one Ooh, and right. <laughs> they got turned giant and they had the strength of giants that was one noted right they broke through chains they were able to fight the straw hats but on top of that they also hallucinated people into different things what did big mom possibly do here at the end of it <laughs> hallucinated them into semla or whatever she saw a bunch into of semla food. yeah so she saw a bunch of screaming mm-hmm. faces saying we're yummy we're yummy oh no no, and no, no, no stop that I hate it. so I that, just oh, no. fucking christ 
that would paint a crazy story, right? Because then it's like, on top of that, we find out that she also was funding Caesar to do the gigantification so that more people could be like her. And if it plays oh. out that the world government is the reason why Big Mom is the way she is, then look at, like, there's, like, quadruple irony there because <laughs> she ends up being the product that Big uh, Mother Caramel is trying to sell, right, to the yeah. world government. And the cycle can Oh, another God. thing that's worth noting while we're all just kind of groaning and, and hating certain <laughs> things about this hell about the story. I don't remember if this has been officially this confirmed. Hell that we find ourselves in. <laughs> but if you look at Struson and uh, like his physical features, and we know yeah. that Big Mom's uh, children all come from different dads, mm -hmm. and we know that he was the, maybe the first uh, person who was beside her when she became a pirate. He could be the dad, and that would be especially gross because of the age difference in power <sighs> yeah, balance no and all kidding. that. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's gross. True. I hate it. Stop. He deserves about mm. 50,000 punches, is all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> weird idea, but um, isn't also um, just in terms of like uh, like Madame, like Mother Carmel's whole naming shtick, isn't Mount Carmel also a spot in the Bible, oh, specifically? Oh, dang. Hmm. Uh, maybe? Huh. I'm not aware. You are asking the wrong person. Shit. Yeah, I'm not familiar. <laughs> I can ask Carl, a few people if you want, though. Some mountain rage <laughs> to, to Google. Yeah. Um, given that hospitals are uh, named after it, I bet, probably. As, it's as a, a mountain location, in northern yeah. Israel. Uh, so, yeah, probably. Carmel means golden yep, in land. The book, in the Books of Kings, there is an altar to God on the mountain, which had fallen into ruin by the time of Ahab, but Elijah built a new one. So I have one more thing, that large thing. I mean, there's a bunch of different things that that I could pull from this, but the main one we were emphasizing this point, and I think this arc, this this specific volume, really hones in on it. We we're talking about souls, we we're talking about memories, but then we see Mother Caramel showing us like the first major use of this. Right? She brings sentience to this fire, but what she specifically says is, it says, "I shall give you a voice." Yeah. So that's that's an interesting mm. kind of concept, right? Because it's like she's giving sentience to flames and she explains that as voice. And then we think about the Just... homies, their sentience and, and how sentience plays in one piece. Good thing to keep in mind. An interesting parallel with the voice of all voice things of all also. Things and, mm -hmm. and Conqueror's Hawks yeah. and sound, maybe, possibly. She, she also... She also uses the power in a completely different way than Big Mom does, mm -hmm. which is really interesting. I love that we're getting more uh, we're getting more instances of seeing two people with the same fruit at different points in history. Because yeah, that's super I... super crucial. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and oh, so I, actually, at this point, it makes sense to explain this thing that I think a lot of people don't realize, especially in the Western communities, is like. You get a very like Disney feeling. There's there's all that like the Beauty and the Beast, the teapot, like the, the everything being alive, right? And uh, in my opinion, One Piece is playing this role where we saw like in Alabasta, we saw like a a, a sword that oh no that was in Annie's obvious sword that it could consume a devil fruit and become uh, an elephant in yeah. Alabasta. We saw a gun or cannon that could eat a dog fruit, right? That. <laughs> like that gives kind of like a weird role to to objects and then we saw in fish yeah, Island, been, a starfish. I, I have been thinking about that a lot yeah a starfish that could become a human because he willed it right and the thing is uh this soul soul fruit um it's it's an interesting twist and i say twist because when, 
you get more context when you dive deep but we don't have to do that right now is that in japan shintoism is a belief system that is it would be considered a religion but it's not that's not how it's treated because it doesn't have like a, a sacred text it's no founder and it just kind of like began in a large way and then in current modern times it reflects on their culture and how they uh act and so one big example is itadakimasu which means like you know you give thanks to your food and the important thing about that it's not just when you eat it you you the the person who makes it says that the person who made got like the farmer uh the person who plants it they all say that the reason why is because every single thing every object no matter how small has life in it that's the belief system essentially that you should respect everything as if it is alive and they all they go as far as um calling everything like even if the desk in front of you the the keyboard that they're kamis they're gods each one each object is alive and just like you would treat something like a, a person you should treat the ground the the food everything around you which is why you see in japan there's a the, there's a cultural difference amongst most other cultures in that appreciation um and big mom's fruit is an interesting twist on that because she's inserting human souls into <laughs> objects from what we understand which is odd in shintoism because humans are a derivative of a kami rather than their own kami so all humans mm. are like a derivative whereas like your your pencil is actually a god compared to the humans um and I, and the <laughs> thing is it's hard to be like i'm not you know there might be other people who know more the thing about shintoism given that there is no text is like it's very hard to, especially on the internet to really know about it and a lot of people that i know aren't familiar with it the best way to learn about it is to go to japan and go to the temples and learn from the people who who practice it in their daily lives but given that it's not a religion like islam or christianity or judaism yeah where there's a thing it's, it's hard to even get like a, a firm sense of it it's not um, a lot of missionaries Right. And so and so in my opinion given how profound it is to the Japanese culture keep this in mind this concept, right? We're talking about souls, we're talking about willpower, we're talking about hockey, we're talking about voices, things being alive like just just keep that in mind. Um so uh, Theo, you need to hop I off, do. right? Uh, does anyone else need to hop off while we power through the rest of this volume? I'll I'll manage. I'm okay. in it for the long haul. <laughs> Jason, are you good? Oh uh, yeah, okay. I'm good. I, I knew this got to reclaim that title for longest episode. Yeah, no, <laughs> you, like, you I are staking a claim like, here. This is going to be a two-parter. <laughs> <laughs> There's no such thing. Okay. Good. Good luck. Godspeed, Tyler. We, I can't break the I can't break the volume structure. Can't you though? Can you <laughs> not cut steel? Forms between. <laughs> we are we are 86 in. I can't change it now. Can Zoro cut a podcast episode <laughs> now? At least we have one more chapter. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Good night. Mm-hmm. Have a good, good night. night. Good night. Uh, I briefly want to touch on the SBS here, where we see the different ages of Lin Lin. Yes. Oh man, I didn't want to briefly touch on it. Twenty-eight-year-old <laughs> uh, Lin Lin uh, is kind of whatever. It's typical Oda lady. Um, she's still got a good edge to her, though. Yeah. Forty-eight-year-old Lin Lin. I'm all about that. That lady's cool <laughs> as hell. I didn't realize they showed Look at her. her in the SBS like this. Mm. This Look is all jaw. we had for a long time. 
Mm. Well, and it's uh, I, I I kind of complained about this a little bit to Catherine. I was like, mm-hmm. I think this is kind of weird because you go from child who's honestly round yes. to yeah. a kind this of more traditional woman, and then you have uh, more getting closer to a bigger body type. And she did point out that a lot of children are chubby, and then when they yes. get to like their teenage years, they do slim down, and then when they get older and they start having kids, it starts to affect them. I still wish that maybe she had been consistently a bigger mm-hmm. woman at every stage in her <laughs> yeah, life. I, I, I'll say, like, I can't speak for anyone other than myself, but as a heavyset person myself, I definitely had a period in my late teens and early 20s where I slimmed down quite a bit mm. and then got heavyset again as I have aged. So, I like, personally, I don't mind this, that Lin-Lin had a hot face. But <laughs> sure. it is kind of still boring well, that she's just an Oda lady. Well, that's how she, that's how she got the ball rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, Struzan is like a pickup artist, but in reverse. So like, literally, if you want to have lots of children, <gasps> what you need to He's do. the ultimate wingman. Who was Prospero's dad. <laughs> He's brought so many children into this world simply by being the wingman. Wow, that's a, that's a powerful concept. We're going to teach you about a little something called negging. <laughs> no... Uh, so, 63 years ago, Mother Carmel and the children simply vanished. Even Big Mom herself does not know the full truth of it. But as a matter of fact, there were two people present who witnessed the whole thing. One was a warrior of Elbath who was worried about the House of Lambs and came to check in on them. The giant went pale, took off running, and never came back to that island again. Eventually, same, bro. Yeah. <laughs> if I saw that, that shit... Bad. Don't like it. <laughs> Eventually, the tale spread to Elbath and then all the giants of the world. And from that point onward, the name Charlotte Lindland became so hated that no giant would even speak it aloud. Yeah, man. I just saw, you know, that little kid who like killed one of our leaders. I just watched her eat like <laughs> seven living people. Mm. And uh, uh, I can't wait, you know, days until Luffy lands on Elbaf, which I think we all probably believe will happen. And <laughs> mm-hmm. he just mentions Linlin's name or Big Mom. <laughs> like, it's going to happen, people. There's no stopping it. <laughs> the train's out of the station. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the other witness was a failed piratical cook who'd wound up living on the island by the name of Struson. He found this to be very entertaining. He had the ability to turn any object into food. <laughs> this fucking guy. Thanks to the power of the cook cook fruit, which I think is a really I, cool fruit. Yeah. I love this panel of him chopping the log into little steaks. Yes. yes. Is he okay with Linlin eating people because he sees people as food because of his fruit power? Huh. Uh, I, who's to I say would, he hasn't done that weird choppy thing on a thinking man? I would bet money he's turned a man into food. I mean, to be fair, Big Mom's kids are food, right? So, <laughs> okay, so that's, that's again, so that's where Prospero. Most of from. them are, except for uh, Lola and Paris Sparrow. The rest of them are like food related. Not those yeah. two. Well, <laughs> Lola was um, retconned to be rolls, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Huh, and Paris Sparrow uh, is candy. So right. Mm. Well, he's Lick Lick, but yeah. Uh, it was the meeting of these two that launched the eventual Big Mom Pirates. And I love <laughs> this shitty little weasel's introduction to Big Mom. How he yeah. just strolls up and says, care to speak of dreams, little lady? What a creep. 
That's, it's fucking creepy, That's bro. That's some Pinocchio shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is the Fae. This guy... You do not talk to the Fae. This guy is the all-time king in any story ever written of seeing an opportunity and taking it. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. He heard that, uh, um... Oh shit, Macbeth had a moment of hesitation. He's like, that couldn't be me. I just instantly <laughs> would kill my friend. <laughs> it it kind of reminds me of um, how Treble was was kind of like mm-hmm. single-handedly oh. responsible for Oh yeah. Do, like making Doflamingo. Right. Yep. Guiding we, him anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's a good one. Steering him. Can we take a moment? Because in the flashback, you know, all of the kids in the orphanage wanted to sing Bink Sake and they wanted to be pirates, and mm-hmm. Carmel seemed to be playing the part of someone who doesn't like pirates. Do all kids in the One Piece universe want to be pirates when they grow up, and it's only because of people like Garp that some of them don't? Is that what happens? <laughs> it Garp. seems like a lot of them want to. And yeah. It seems actually... like pirates are fucking kick-ass and cool, and the sea <laughs> cops are boring. The the earlier comic that I mentioned, Warrior of the Sea Sora, that is actually the Marines' propaganda to make the Marines seem cooler so that right, yeah. kids around the world fall in love with Marines and want to become Marines. So. See, we're didn't work cool. on we veto. can beat up people sometimes. <laughs> it did get veto. Uh, back in the present, the rockets are launched. Continuing to reminisce, Lin Lin and the other children at the orphanage had talked about making their own dream country where everyone was equal. A land where everyone was at the same eye level. Yeah, this is, this is, uh, like, this, I think, is one of the most important things, uh, to take away from Big Mom, right? Like, everything that she has done in our timeline at the end of it is for this dream. And yet she's this emperor, this evil thing that the world government opposes, and the world government has their own thing, and it makes you, it makes you look at the Yonkos a little bit differently. It's like, huh? Well, Whitebeard, what was his dream, right? Like, well, we got an in, in like, mm-hmm. he, he just wanted to have a family. And then Big Man Mom. He just wanted a family. Just wants to have everyone eat at the same table, like, and everyone <laughs> equal. It's like, huh, maybe More the or less the same dream. Bad. Yeah. But again, she has this almost literally childlike attitude towards all of her ideals. Mm. Yeah. It's very literal. It's like, oh, we can all see right. eye to eye. They'll be the same height as me rather right. than they can be big like I am. <laughs> and yeah. that is an interesting thing that you say that because what about our main character? Yeah. Mm. yeah true. True. Well, and then also, you know, maybe Linlin has good motivations and we liked Whitebeard, but then we look at Blackbeard and we're like, not like that. That is absolutely <laughs> not what we want being the Emperor of the Sea. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think what it comes down to is you can share a dream with somebody, but what that dream looks like is might be very different. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Linlin had told Strusen that this was her dream to make a land that Mother would like. Sometime later, she discovered mysteriously that she could now perform the same trick that Mother Carmel once could, creating homies. Hmm. So Linlin and Strusen set out to conquer the world and make their dream country. Uh, and there was an X mark a long, long time ago uh, of I, probably you, Dave, asking uh, if you or no, I think it was an SBS even. Somebody asked uh, if I eat Luffy, will I become a rubber man? Well, we, I we wonder. Got our answer. I wonder. Well, yes. Someone asked that question. And I was like, I'm writing that down. <laughs> yeah, it was an SBS. I, <laughs> I always joked about this, uh, but uh, when you think about it, we get we. You, 
you know, it paints it paints chapter one in a different light. If you were to understand what would happen if Luffy were to get eaten, wasn't he about to get eaten by something? Yeah, and then someone King. stepped oh. in. Oh my god! <laughs> I wonder if he was just preventing the Sea King. From he was protecting a his investment, just like Mother Carmel. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I'm on to you, Shanks. <laughs> I'd love the a Sea King that had. Piece. I'd love a Sea King that had Devil Fruit powers and just immediately sank and died. Right. Just like, <laughs> oh my oh god! No. Yeah, that's exactly. That's a, what that's a hell of I'm, an AU. I'm made of rubber, but I cannot swim. <laughs> And it was a like a, a giant eel monster, so it can't it can't go to land. Uh, Jason, can you read Big Mom for me? Bottom of page nine, starting there. Bring me all the sweets you have, and then I'll guarantee you peace, a land of dreams. If you do as I say, that everyone will be happy. Those who disobey are just being selfish, so I'll have to kill them. I'll make everyone gigantic someday, Mother, and then we'll sit at the table again. But someone's still not listening to me, and now I'm so sad that I can't stop crying. They took my only picture of you. I'll make the Straw Hat crew pay for their sins. This almost looks like she's going Super Saiyan a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. X mark. I <laughs> I want to point out the the panel of I'll make everyone gigantic someday, mother. Yeah, and it's it's all the other kids from the orphanage and Mother Carable with present day Big Mom growing up the same height. I yeah, love yeah. how fucking creepy that panel is. It's so fucking creepy. <laughs> it's so twisted inside her it, head. That's her dream. Oh man, that's what she wants. Is everyone here vaguely familiar with the the theory from Breaking Bad that when someone dies, Walter White kind of absorbs some of their behaviors into himself? <laughs> so, like, I have I not heard that. The very first person that, no. that dies in that series who's oppositional to to Walter uh, ate his uh, bread without like the crust or something, and you see in a later episode that Walter's cutting the crust off of his bread, and you're like, oh, okay, that's kind of <laughs> interesting. I kind of feel like Big Mom wanting everyone to sit at the table is almost like a dream that Luffy could, like, take into himself and actually do something with. Like, mm-hmm. he actually wants to sit down with, like, he's got a fishman on his crew, he's got a cyborg and a skeleton. It doesn't matter what you are, you sit at the table. Right. I think that that is true of most of the four emperors. Mm-hmm. With Luffy. Wink, wink. <laughs> In the present, Big Mom screams so loud that the rockets explode before they even reach her, and Capone runs for his fucking life, shouting, <laughs> The plan has failed! The plan has failed, boys! Get in the car! Run! It's the scene from Mighty Python and the Holo Grill. Run away! Run away! I was about to say, cheese it, it's the black and whites, but that could that could mean something very real on Whole Cake Island. <laughs> Uh, Gastino prepares the escape route, but Big Mom's shout even shatters the mirror, leaving everyone trapped at the tea party. His his facial expression <laughs> is so good. You had you had one job, Caesar. <laughs> it wasn't his fault. And I love too that like you see the, the that scare- makes it even funnier to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the expression of Luffy, Nami, Chopper, Jimbei. Nami and Chopper are crying. Of course they are. Luffy's screaming in shock, and Jimbei seems to be like the most level header, like the least <laughs> shocked because he hasn't been straw hatified yet. Not quite. Oh, mm-hmm. oh this might be bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how Jimbei rolls. Jimbei is not is not 
flustered by anything except for Brooke ripping his whole face off. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we've already established Jinbei is not afraid of Big Mom. That's no. true. Capone gets desperate, unleashing his greatest technique, the Big Father, <laughs> turning himself into a massive living fortress. <laughs> what okay. a visage. He, he turns did, into he something. Becomes, he becomes Scowl's moving castle. <laughs> wow, he even a, creates a cigar wow. from the bricks and stuff. I, didn't I, see, yes. like... I, I have to assume the cigar is a cannon. Right. Probably. I really Hopefully. hope so. It better be. Yeah, What's exactly. Also interesting is uh like nah, it's a smokestack. Pika, <laughs> you know, has a similar power, but then this is completely different. And <laughs> what makes it completely different too is that he has like a uh, Whole Cake Island did this more than once, but he has like a pocket dimension, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. uh, uh oh god, the names He's the a names TARDIS. Mondor has <laughs> one. We have the mirror dimension now, and then boom, oh, here's yeah. Here's the castle one has its own pocket dimension. There's three dimensional things in, introduced <laughs> here in this, in this arc. In all of the confusion, Dufeld stumbles around trying to cover his ears and finds some convenient mochi cakes that he uses as earplugs. He also discovers an unguarded tomate box. Uh-oh. Mm. Uh, using his stretchy mochi powers, Katakuri rescues Brulee from Gastino before he can enter the fortress. Uh, I, the love, vin- I love that detail. He doesn't yeah. just... <laughs> Like, leave her to the wolves, basically. Right. He rescues his sister. Because they're a family. <laughs> We're all in this together. They all have to sit down and watch uh, uh, High School Musical once a week. Big Mom makes them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Vinsmokes attach the numbered canisters to their belt and twist them. And it's time to fucking henshin, baby. <laughs> henshin. Let's fucking go. Henshin a go, go, baby. I misunderstood the goo coming out of the four cancer, and I thought that that he, I guess that would be what, Yanji? I thought mm-hmm. he alone got to put it on his arm and the rest of them got it on their belts. Like, why? Why is he the <laughs> exception? <laughs> That's actually a, a, a tokusatsu tradition. Mm. There are, like, some <laughs> outlier writers who have it as a, a wrist, as, like, a wrist thing instead of a belt. Awesome. I, I don't know also, why him specifically, but I, I it might be intentional. <laughs> In the anime, they, like, one, they abused this because yeah. uh, they, they you get just copy Naked, and pasted obviously. this. They copy and pasted this scene multiple times every time it happened. But the thing is, Ugh. they just did a Sailor. The, it was like a Power Ranger Sailor Moon kind of vibe thing. And mm-hmm. it was like a full mm-hmm. transformation. It was kind of, it was like a, to me, it felt like Gundam because that's what I'm familiar with. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it was cool. It was cool. And then it got old. But it was cool. It was definitely still cool. <laughs> it was cool for a brief second. <laughs> yeah. This is a love, good splash page, though, of these Nazis. Yeah. Love Reiju's uh, <laughs> butterfly wings. Of yeah. course. Poisonous yeah. moth wings. Uh, Paris, the, the logo on, on top of them is a great touch. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Paris Barrow recognizes these raid suits as Jerma's special memory armor. Memory. The Vinsmokes counterattack the Charlotte children, inadvertently rescuing Chopper, Nami, and Carrot in the process. So I got a question. Do you really believe that it was inadvertently? Like, was it just the people closest to them? Eh. It's hard to tell because I mean, it's not like they would consider the Straw Hats their friends. But Sanji right. did kind of make this look like he kind of like glanced at Judge and was like, let's do this. So maybe. <laughs> I, I do like that uh, that one little thumb panel yeah. on Sanji. Like, <laughs> let's, let's go, get, asshole. Get to it, asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gave you your suits. Do your fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me regret this, motherfucker. 
I I will say, if it's not inadvertent, it's at least strategically sound on their part, right? Yeah, sure. Because the Straw Hats are their literal only allies in this situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, man, but it's hard. <laughs> uh, Dufeld hurriedly tries to open the tomate box, but before he can, Big Mom lets out another shockwave scream that knocks him and the box off of the top tier of the cake castle. I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Sanji for the wind catching Nami, of course, and they share a smile with each other. <laughs> yeah, an actual wholesome moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least it's Dufeld falling off. Like, we're, <laughs> we're not losing, like, an important character here. Yeah. <laughs> See you later, Groot. Uh, everyone regroups inside of Capone, but he tells them not to get too cozy. What, what a good sentence. <laughs> <laughs> because the castle is an extension of himself, and if it's destroyed, he will die, and they will all be tossed back out to face the monstrous Charlotte family. Then he immediately collapses on the ground, bleeding from the face. Because outside, Big Mom is scaling his castle face, crushing it with her own two fists. Painful. And she demands that everyone get out of the castle right this instant. We made it. Any other thoughts for this volume, or did we do them all already? Okay, one really quick note. Do we think that Beige created Big Father as his transformation, specifically as a counter to Big Mom? Like, was he just like, I'm going to take her, you know, um, I'm going to take uh, her whole thing, her infamy, yeah. and use it for myself and become the, the new generation's Big Mom, but as a dad? I mean, if not, it does work still. It does. Yeah, there was absolutely. definitely, there was absolutely a moment where he was like, oh, she's big mom. Well, I'm big father because I'm the <laughs> godfather. Yeah. <laughs> I like, um, I love at the very beginning how Judge apparently never takes his helmet and crown off. Like he's just in like his. <laughs> Even when he's the, getting dressed for the Yeah, wedding. he's like doing up his shirt in the morning, like while he's shaving, but <laughs> he still has that fucking crown on. Just sleeps in it. Yeah. And, and, uh. We, had, we also had another truly miserable moment from Vito. Creating an opportunity at the party will prove difficult. <laughs> like, come on, man. It's on purpose now. Like, you can't. <laughs> You're just forcing it in now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about some X marks? Yes, please. We're crossed off a few. I'm excited mm-hmm. to hear what you got. Yeah. Uh, I have a blimp made of steel. Mm-hmm. Okay. The stairs move on their own. No work required. (laughs) That's crazy. (laughs) Stussy drank a giraffe. (laughs) She did do that, huh? Uh, Dufeld and Stussy's history. Raid suits. Seems like there's a big-ass tree smack in the middle of Elbaf. (laughs) What are those mysterious strands that are surrounding Elbaf? Strand game. One piece. (laughs) I'm just thinking about the new Destiny season. A brighter world where all peoples can join hands and laugh together. God of fortune and god of disaster. Uh, And finally, a warrior is defined by how he dies. (sighs) Grim. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You want to toss any in? Parvision? Uh, I have a theoretical X mark. Uh, <laughs> when Luffy comes up with his plan, there's this panel, uh, I think at the bottom of the page in the center, where he says like, Brulee is able to transpose the reflection of the mirror and uh, disguise somebody using the light. Um, mm-hmm. so that, that's, a, to me, that's an X mark. Um, another one, I, I, 
you already said the the raid suit the memory armor thing the memory part that one's mm -hmm. you know memory part next to that is a personal x mark uh <laughs> There's this guy, right? There's this guy, one of, I, I, forget, I always forget his name. It's like Charlotte Bacardi or something. Charlotte Biscotte <laughs> or something like that. Mm -hmm. You see him, he's throwing out flame balls. And Oda has not given this person a devil fruit. Um, so this person, and, and it'd be weird, right? We got the heat heat fruit. We got the Mara Mara no Mi, the flame fruit. We got the mm -hmm. lava fruit. It, it, this guy just has flaming hands fruit. Like, that's weird. But that yet... If you guys recall me saying in the Fishman Island video or, or podcast, it's like, hey, there, there's an interesting thing here where, hey, Sanji's able to create flames. This guy's able to create flames. Luffy One of did his sisters can, I think, too. Yeah. Is, is that a hockey power? If it's not a devil fruit power, what 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 could that be? Huh. Um, so the X mark is a, a guy without a devil fruit power shooting fireballs. Yeah, yeah. That's a per. That's a parvision X mark. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then the other one, I think you didn't mention it, was uh, it's a short-term X mark, I'd say. But the 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 Katakuri, his future sight, um, and Sanji being able to counter it. Um, that, like I said, that page is an X mark because that tells you a lot. I would I would reread that mm. page over and over again. Which no, would you watch? Which is this? Where is this? Sanji. Uh, Putting he reveals, the jelly bean. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one. Wins. In the context around it, just that's why when we were going through, I was like, I'd X mark this because. Okay. Yeah. He he oh. basically undid a future that Katakuri already saw. Uh huh. Mm. And I wonder what allows Sanji to do that. Yeah. Or theoretical finds... thought exercise: What if there were two people like Katakuri who could both see the future? Would they see each other seeing that? How would that? What? What's right. going on with yeah. that? <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yo, you have to ex oh my god, the 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 one the judge the judge of the teacup, the rays, I oh, that. <laughs> yo, that was the, that was the craziest X mark. What was, hang on, what was it? Uh, uh judge toasting at the wedding. Before Seems the to wedding. be talking with someone. Yeah, we're, 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 when the wedding uh, was starting. Yeah. He was raising a. He was raising his glass with uh, the other side of the table, which was Dufeld, Stussy, and Morgan's. I believe that's eight sixty. Uh, I would also. I, I didn't think of this at the time, but thinking about it hard right now, uh, Katakuri saving um, Brulee specifically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one too. Mm -hmm. He went out of his way to help Brulee. Oh. And it has a little mochi thought bubble next to it. I didn't see that somehow. That's the sound effect. Is mochi? <laughs> <laughs> this is not an X mark, but just something I literally just noticed. Yeah, uh, in in the scene where um, all the anti Big Mom team are like gathered up inside Big Big Father, um, Vito is seen fanboying like at the Vin Smokes. <laughs> he finally got to meet his heroes. It's a good detail. Fulfill uh, Jason. <laughs> Anybody else? <laughs> Going once. I'll settle it. There. Oh, this. Yeah. I think it's the star's turn to talk. All right. <laughs> oh, the star have the talking stick. I didn't even think of this. Oh god, what are we gonna get? <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Oh, you're this. gonna get. I'll tell you what you're gonna get. You're gonna get Charlotte Linlin. Ooh. All right. With a birthday of February fifteenth, and a sign 
of Aquarius. Oh my god. Well, she did eat a number I was about of to people. say! <laughs> she eats thinking mm -hmm. men. <laughs> what? So, what, like, weird astrological secret have we discovered here in this series of podcasts? I don't care for it. What is, is it is about the, Aquarius? Is it is the running joke here that Cell is in, a, in Aquarius? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Astrology's an yes. X mark, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure it is. We I'm already knew that. Sure um, so, uh, Big Mom, this is what the stars have to say about you this week. This is a terrific day for you. <laughs> you can accomplish a great deal when you set your mind in motion. Already 10 out of 10. There is a strong, warlike instinct within oh. you that is fired up and ready to fight. Oh my god. Leave your worries at the doorstep, because there's no need to hesitate on a day like today. Your kingdom is ready for you. Shut up. Be strong, and remember that the best way to lead people is to walk behind them. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> have the stars fucked around a day in their lives? No, they have not. It's not the craziest not. one we've had, my man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, oh. one more moment of inspiration again because i'm trying to find connections between moria specifically and big mom just because their fruits sure. are very kind of similar but not yeah um moria's catchphrase was you do it and now we have big mom who's capable in her own right but also her children are kind of you do it for a lot of <laughs> actions thank you all for listening to this <laughs> very long episode of this show i hope that you did listen to it it's still going. We had another hour left. <laughs> Don't look at the timestamp. Don't look at the timestamp. I'm begging God. you not to look at the timestamp. If there was one last thing I could end this on, <laughs> or, or end my part of it on, right? Because uh -huh. the astrology stuff is crazy. Um, like, there's a lot of stuff that I can't even talk about because, like, I, I, I keep on saying, like, last, like, not last six, but, like, I can think of six videos on top of my head that directly <laughs> reference this volume. And it's just crazy how this part continues to elevate. But even from, a, like, while you're reading the narrative, like, the layers to memories, right? Because uh, Big Mom chose to capture all of her memories within a photo, a photo being a memory. And then that memory, when you think about what Dr. Hiroluk said, right? Like if someone doesn't die until they're forgotten. And through that mm -hmm. picture, she has chosen to remember that uh, Mother Caramel in that way. And it, it like, what comes along with that, right? Like from what we know, she has the devil fruits and all that stuff. But like, what happens if Big Mom were to forget Mother Caramel? What would happen then? Like, what what would be the outset? Would her powers change? Would she change? It makes you question uh, how powerful hmm. memories are in One Piece, given all of the scope of what we uh, <laughs> saw in this volume. And then on top of that, it's like... If, if if that weren't the case, like think about how many flashbacks we got in this in this single arc or in this single volume where we got a flashback in a flashback and that flashback yeah. had a flashback. Like it was just the craziest <laughs> thing. Um, and, and so Oda in on this specific thing, like Tyler is like, I think you sold me too. Like this is probably one of my, if not like my favorite, one of the most important probably volumes that i've reread um for post day. time skip yeah yeah for sure 
Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. So we're talking about how powerful memories are. So we're saying that pudding is more powerful than the Gorosei. In this essay, we shall. <laughs> uh, thank well, you all for listening. Prior to to the the fallout of this event, she was like, I have to wipe everyone's memories from this thing. That's crazy, right? Because think mm. about it. What's the void century? Isn't that wiped <laughs> memories? Right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I wondered about this. I wondered about yeah. this exact thing back she when she wasn't the first one with the fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wonder. like did I wondered if like the, the, the what did the previous holder of sugar's fruit have something to do with the void century? But now we know that there is a fruit that is even more directly applicable. <laughs> Wait, hang on, hang on, hang on. So as we know from everything, everywhere, all at once, your memories of alternate <laughs> universes can give me the gateway to new powers. Uh huh. In this, essay, thank you all for I listening. Tell- I appreciate that? everyone who tunes into this show every week. <laughs> I can and I hope that, that you join us again question. next week for Pedro's moment to shine. Oh boy. Yeah! Matt, where can our Nakama find you on the Grand Online? Well, if you feel so inclined, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Webtoons, under the username Define Prog. That's D E F I N E P R O G. That's where I'm doing my rock zombie VTuber thing. Jason? Uh, yeah, you can find me at twitch.tv slash jcavs, J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. I usually stream in the middle of the week towards the evenings if I got the time, but hit the follow bell and you'll just know whenever I'm live. Uh, jcavs also takes you to any and all socials media that I may or may not be updating at any given moment. Joel? Follow me on Twitter at K-O-T-W-N underscore pod. And in the bio, we have a link to our Discord and the YouTube channel. Dave? Uh, I am Scythe, P-S-Y-T-H-E, on Archive of Our Own. Sometimes fanfiction happens there. Theo? I don't do much on the internet, but if you happen to be in or around Dayton, Ohio, you can come to the Black Box Improv Theater. We have shows every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and I perform Thursdays and Fridays. And Parvision, thank you for joining us again. Thank you guys for yeah. having me. This was uh, this was a lot of fun, even though it was very long. Like I, I, <laughs> I, this man. Every single time I can't time wait I to see on. how Hidden Island tries to top you. He's gonna. He has his work <laughs> cut out for him this time. Oh, does he go after me? Oh man, he does. Exciting. He goes yeah. after your runtime. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna. He's gonna hear him be like, ah, it's fine. It's okay. Um, <laughs> but you know, uh, in terms of where to find me, uh, Parvision. If you guys are caught, if, if you're listening and you're caught up with the anime, it's safe to watch my short content because I put spoiler tags in front of all the manga current stuff and then if you're current with the manga definitely come come to the youtube channel this is the parvision or parvision and uh, you can see how a lot of the exciting things from this volume um relate back to to where we are so or may relate may relate because i i like <laughs> making connections where maybe there aren't connections but hey hey it's a lot of fun to think about those connections it's a lot of fun that that's exactly why i enjoyed being here because all the connections all the things that uh, theo too oh my goodness yeah. the, the the things that theo said uh makes me feel like he has future sight um in a lot of ways and it's and we've thought that we've thought that a couple of times yeah and, and future sight even for me i'm like wait a second that that's uh, maybe maybe we need to have a conversation so if you guys listen to the podcast one time through definitely listen 
a few times over because there's a lot of crazy cool things that were said. Uh, you can follow this show on Twitter at MealPeace, and pinned there is an invitation to join our fan Discord, The Mess Deck, where you can come and talk about the podcast and the volume that we read in it, uh, as well as a spoiler section to talk about all of the current events of One Piece. Uh, and if you would like to have your email read on the show, you can send it to piecemealpodcast at gmail.com. And I would also appreciate it if you could rate and review us on your podcast service of choice and make it a five-star rating so that all of the One Piece fans of the world can find us. This has been Piecemeal. Keep dreaming. When you said you had a lot of notes for this, I wasn't surprised, but I'm also like, this is crazy to me because not many people go back to like whole cake island like this and Wait, that's so absurd to me yeah it, yeah it's like it's my such favorite, a well-written arc it's my favorite post time skip arc so far <laughs> and, and like i'm not joking like th- there was actually something I-, I think i've never seen anybody bring it up and i can actually bring it up in this in this call in the entire time that we've had one piece i've talked to multiple creators now who have been with like theory crafting all the time there was a detail that we just uncovered last week about this volume and it's like (laughs) it's game changing and so i talked about on my last stream but for those of you who are caught up it it strikes a different chord when you realize like oh wait hold on and and it (sighs) i just can't believe it that that something so important could have just been under our noses the entire time and <laughs> all you have to do is just pay attention to patterns that Oda sets out and he broke this might be my favorite arc of, or my favorite volume of the arc also I, I love Big Mom's story so much yeah, yeah. Big Mom's backstory oh, man, oh people sleep on that literally sleep <laughs> on that it, it shocks me when like when I say Big Mom's my favorite One Piece villain apparently that's a hot take <laughs> oh I mean it makes sense I mean I don't want to spoil but like you know <laughs> I have a meme I have a meme uh, video that just gets so it was literally to it, the joke was insulting Big Mom based off of current events and like the the thing was was like the uh, what um everyone was so upset and i was like you know what i'm glad that this this was the result i ended up encouraging a lot of people to defend big mom this is great mm-hmm. so you know it, it was a good thing but like i think what's crazier to me um and and like also i was emphasizing the animation animation of whole cake island compared to what comes after is just absurd <laughs> like it's like a completely different show yeah yeah we say that a lot with one piece yeah <laughs> Uh, Paramecia Fancast, another One Piece podcast, they like to say that, like, Looney Tunes logic reigns supreme in One Piece. I'm back, by the <laughs> That's way. That's true. So, like, the goofier something is, the more <laughs> it'll work out, or the more that actually bucks the power scaling. And I think, kind of, Big Mom as a character kind of embodies that a tiny bit. Not completely. I would say so. <laughs> but I think that's why some people don't like her because they're looking for like the badass shonen villain. I think she doesn't quite fit yeah. that mold, but she fits you, maybe You can't this... put a number on Big Mom. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's not to mention, world. like, personality wise, she's too nuanced for a lot of like shonen fans. Yeah. Mm. I gotta say that one of my favorite things about media analysis, uh, YouTube people who talk about books or anime or whatever, I think one of the best things is when someone is able to 
Like, if I didn't like Big Mom, and a YouTuber came along and went, here's 45 minutes explaining why Big Mom is good, and if at the end of it I can <laughs> see her in a different light, like, that's the power of analysis to me. That's why mm-hmm. I love doing stuff like this podcast. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 I did that with Usopp, so Usopp is, like, a very <laughs> hated character. That's my most viewed video, and what? I did not know that it would be, but a major, <laughs> like, I would say, like, 30% of the comments are, like, because of this video, I like Usopp. And that was not even my intention to make that video. I I think that is a perfect circle of people who like Zoro. (laughs) (laughs) People gravitate to hate a lot easier than understanding. So it's like if you take a moment to sit down to understand, then maybe you'll like it. I I, I have so much respect. I have so much respect for people like you (laughs) who have the patience to (laughs) do stuff like this. Like, I'm not an H bomber guy fan at all for a few reasons but it is like a known fact that he is out there like changing people's minds like actually you know quantifiably changing their minds about like really like horrible you know hateful political views mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. puts and, a lot of effort and research into his stuff yeah but yeah. i but like i i don't know like my instinct is that it doesn't matter like my instinct <laughs> is that you can't change people's minds like it doesn't I have a very hard time understanding how the human brain can work that way. But, I'll have like, to speak on Catherine's behalf because she's not here tonight, but she is more on your side than she is on the other side of that uh, dichotomy. <laughs> but, it, but 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 the, the point is, there are people out there who are doing it. Yeah, like absolutely. I and like I like I used to be friends with the guy who basically I consider to be the homestuck version of you, Parvision. <laughs> and he did the same thing. Like he was out there, like actually changing people's minds and rehabilitating the fandom during a during a long dark period. Through a ex- long ex- dark period. through extraordinary effort, and yeah, I just have so much respect for people like you. I appreciate that. I think I think One Piece makes it easy because it's like we like <laughs> the, it. There's a way to connect everybody. Right? If it was easy, you wouldn't have to do it. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. But you're true. doing it. <laughs> it's all right. It's in the text, but people just tend to not just kind of gloss people over. People have mm-hmm. different skills. It's very fitting that um, Morgan is finally uh, introduced in this volume because I do look at a lot of uh, One Piece readers and slash washers as a bunch of Morgans. They just see the <laughs> events news. happening in the front of them as big news. They gotta go run to Twitter and talk and report yes. about it. Yep, yep, yep. You know? That just How happened dare you in the tag me in this I... picture, sir? It literally just happened. <laughs> God, I'm, yeah. so, I'm so fucking frightened. Like, there was stuff that's not even officially out yet <laughs> is, is trending on Twitter. I'm so fucking frightened because there was a long period where, you know, Matt and, and Tyler and whatnot would go on about in, in in vague terms about stuff that's happening in the present at the moment and they did the the spoiler cast episode about the end of Wano and, and so mm-hmm. on. And recently I commented that they haven't done that in a while. That mm-hmm. like there has not been a single peak. You haven't heard any rumblings about the current events. No one has said anything <laughs> about what's currently going on and he was like, That's because I don't want I don't want to leak even anything about it. Like, because we're yeah, close I don't want to tell you a could, fucking it, we thing. We could understand yeah. it. And I'm just I'm so frightened. <laughs> Like at this point, I'm so remembering... excited. Proximity to understand it, uh, <laughs> sure. Like I'm remembering early on when, like, we asked Tyler, like, "Can you give us one word of like what's happening in One Piece?" And he just said, "The sun." And at that the point, sun. I was like, "What the fuck?" And at this point, like, there's three things I can think of that I could be referencing. 
Yeah. Let me just yeah. tell you, like when we first talked, and I was like waiting for you guys to learn hockey, right? That was like an understanding of like the world, and, and you. I, this is what I'll say. I'll say like it's kind of crazy how the closer you get to the ending or like the current, the less you feel like you know <laughs> that it it somehow <laughs> keeps being. Oh, like I love that. that so much. So. <laughs> Yeah. The more answers you get, yes, the less you give me. In- <laughs> Make me understand less. Uh, Annihilate me. Also, Dave, Dave, also to answer your question from my perspective, is the reason why we did that spoiler cast is because that was a paradigm shift. What? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Those that, that, those don't happen too often. Yeah, that yeah. was that was like a once in a decade moment. Yeah, for the you, you have some arcs like Thriller Bark, and you're like, that was a good arc. And then you have arcs like Marine Ford, where you're like, oh, this changes a couple we, of things. At least one <laughs> yeah. thing. And then you we probably would have done a spoiler cast of Marine. Oh. Yeah, yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. Whoa, I can't wait. Right. Oh, man, I've just been counting down <laughs> till a certain someone shows up, and now I'm counting down to that. Yeah. <laughs> and I still have like a bunch of things that Tyler has said written down in my notes, where when we get to them, I want to know what they were that he was referring to <laughs> in the future. That's as great. They, as they were happening. Oh, yeah, don't yeah, think I I've, talked, know what I've the... forgotten about you saying you you have in your mind that like something was the actual end of One Piece, and everything else is just bonus. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say, <laughs> where like you've seen a page turn... Where like you will be satisfied if you never get to see the ending because you got to see this. <laughs> yeah, what? I, what in the vision? I, I told them segment. that I there was a chapter where I turned the page and I said if I died tomorrow I would be satisfied with all of the One Piece that I've read. Jesus I'm curious if you do if you, you know can suss out which way like, like like in in the in these calls like it's a prior chapter or are you talking about no no oh in, during Wano yeah yeah during yeah Wano. okay I know I know. There was a yeah. there was a single page turn. Instantly, it doesn't take much like, thought. I know it doesn't yeah. take much thought. Yeah, yeah. All right. Anyway, yes. Jason, are, are you we? back? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs>